coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatial Studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. All a very happy Monday morning to you and yours. You have a drinking problem? No, I don't have a drinking problem. I'm going to let you in on a deep, dark secret. All right, tell me your deep, dark secret. I need some good news. All right, well, so do I need. Uh, I, I could definitely use some good news without a doubt. 6.07 is the time right now on the Get Up and Go show. Mr. Clock, would you certify? It's now 6.07 a.m. That's right, 6.07 a.m., and it's a Monday morning. Bonnie and myself are back in the saddle after a uh, very nice weekend. Uh, how are you doing the uh, this morning, young lady? Uh, oh, thank you, uh, Mr. Sir. <laughs> young young man, young right. fella. Well, I got to throw it right back at you. You can throw anything you want at me after what I went through this weekend. We're not going to discuss it on the air. But you know what? It's I've got my life. I'm alive, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and it's in God's hands, right? It is. It's always in God's hands. Yeah, we had a stressful weekend, too, which mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to go into. Okay. But all we can say is, really, it's in God's hands, too, with it. It is. It <laughs> definitely is. I need to call my pastor. I was in church Sunday. I couldn't have picked a man. I was so glad to go to church Sunday. You have no idea. It was our five-year anniversary at church since the church opened up five years ago to the day on uh, this past Sunday over at Christ Fellowship in Port St. Lucie. And all the old staff was there from five years ago, and it was just so good to see everybody. Do you have some of the same members from wh- when it started five yep. years ago? Yep, same members were are still there. They're still, they all volunteer. Um, some have come, some have gone. Uh, some of the volunteers are are still there from five years ago. So it's it's really, truly amazing. It's a huge family. Your church was uh, closed for quite a while during COVID-19 yes. last year, it right? Was, we did all virtual service online. We watched everything online. And then they uh, opened back up, and everybody had, um, I'll just, for funny sake, I'm just trying to have a good sense of humor this morning. Everybody was wearing face diapers. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new word I learned over the weekend. Everybody's wearing face diapers. Yep. And uh, finally, they just um, subsided, and it's just more and more and more and less relaxed now. Because, of course, more people are getting the shots, so it's, it's a lot more relaxed, and um, it was just, it, it was just, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see the smiles. It's nice to see people smiling. It really is. Um, yeah. this might put a smile on your face too. I hope you so. Mentioned... Cause I damn sure need it today. Yeah, I know. I know. You mentioned the diapers yeah, and face diapers. everybody wearing face masks. I remember we were at a restaurant and we had mm-hmm. a picture of Gary on Facebook yeah. with his face mask on in the yeah. restaurant. And then, He wrote, it's my mouth's time of the month, so Bonnie put a pad on it. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Gary was having, see, it's true that guys can have that time of the month like women can have that time of the month. Yeah. So instead of putting it down below, it goes up above. Your mouth's time of the (laughs) month. (laughs) That's right. You're wearing a mouth pad. (laughs) And just put a pad across your mouth and you've got literally a face. I've seen pictures of people doing that before. I know. It's hilarious. Have you gotten used to seeing people out not wearing the mask by yeah. now and have you are you missing you know putting that face mask on like when you get out of your vehicle when you know you go in places you know i'm going to be honest with you um i kind of feel like me personally i'm back to normal i i that's just me personally i can't vouch for the tens of millions of other people that are in the population of the, the good old usa 
but I will still wear my mask in certain places. Like if I go to Walmart, I will wear a mask inside Walmart. That's just which that's is just okay. Me. Which is me. Of course. Yeah. I won't wear it going to Publix. I don't know why. I feel a difference between Publix and Walmart, but that's just me. Um, I'll wear a mask into certain places that I'm not familiar with. Um, I did a wedding over the weekend. I didn't wear a mask. I just felt comfortable because I was away from everybody. Mm-hmm. So it, it really, it, it's just personal it's preference. It's varying, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it really yeah, is. It's, it's just, it varies. It, it does. It varies for me too. You know, like if I pull up and, you know, maybe I'm going into a Walgreens mm-hmm. like I did yesterday. Well, now, see, I'll wear a mask you know, going into a Walgreens. Put the mask on. I will. Yeah. I'll, I'll wear a mask going into Walgreens. Not that I feel like um, places are dirty, but yeah. I, I think I think the idea with me is knowing that uh, variant still might be out yeah, there. It's just it's being safe. It's 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 just being safe than sorry. And even though I have my shot, I'm still gonna be I'm still gonna be safe. I just I I, I don't want to be this type of person that oh well I got my shot and well you know I'm Superman now and you know nothing can hurt me and yeah. this and that and the other. I don't have that mentality because, you know, my mentality, Bonnie, is even though I have the shot, I can still catch COVID-19. I can. Just like if you happen to have, which I know you don't, but if you have, if you or Gary were to have the shot, you, both of you can still catch it. Yeah. Anybody can catch it that got the shot. The caveat of having the shot is to prevent you from dying going in the hospital, or getting deathly ill from COVID-19. That's the purpose behind it. And a lot of people have this big misconception. They think that they get the shot, and now they're inferior. They're Superman or Batman. You could still catch it, but you're just hoping after getting vaccinated that the symptoms would be less severe. Exactly. Like much less severe. Exactly. You're 150% right. You you just hit the nail right on the head, literally. And so, like, uh, those that are not vaccinated, mm-hmm. like myself, I'm mm-hmm. kind of, like, uh, dangling with that idea, mm-hmm. yet that... You have to be well, a little... I, I could catch it You have to be a and, little more careful. Yeah, I think Just I a tad bit. Still probably should wear masks yeah. in some places. Just, just, just a tad bit more cautious. That's all. I can't wait till this whole COVID-19 is just, like, far distant, mm-hmm. a, a distant, distant mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and then just pray to God that there aren't any more... Yeah deadly yeah. viruses There's that the are variant, to come. You know, like you said, the variant is there, but again, it's it's just it's just it's common sense. That's and that's really all it is, is just know your surroundings, be careful. If you don't have the shot, just take an extra shield of caution. If you have the shot, still have the caution. That's all. I'm still seeing a lot of places where people are working like behind counters and mm-hmm. service counters mm-hmm. where the majority that I've seen mm-hmm. this weekend, they're wearing the mask. Uh, workers and employees. I went to, um, where did I go? I went to Bob Evans and had breakfast Sunday morning after church before I went to the stadium and all the servers had masks. Now I went to another place to pick up a sub and none of the people behind the counter had masks on which I assumed 
they were inoculated. They got their shots. Maybe they like all were there or something. Yeah, because I think that um, if I'm not mistaken, a lot of places they are instilling their own rules, such as if you have the shot, then it is optional for you to wear a mask while you're working, where if you don't have the shot, then the place of employment requires you to wear the mask unless you are medically cleared that you can't for medical reasons. Sure. So Yeah, in our place, our place of employment over in Palm City where we're mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. they're giving us the option to wear a mask or not wear a mask. Okay. So we now, are, does that matter whether you have the shot or not? It What's, doesn't. It doesn't even matter if, to them? Even if we haven't been vaccinated, okay, that's fine. we don't have to wear that's a mask. Fine. They're leaving it up to our okay. discretion right. right now. That's, that's And that's perfectly fine. Yeah. That is their, that's their set of rules. Every business has their right. own set of rules. And if that's their set of rules... You know what? That's great. Excellent. Excellent. Should be up to the business and that uh, owner, right, Evan? Exactly. I agree. 100%. 150% without a doubt. Uh, so otherwise, how was your weekend? I'm not going to ask you. You said you had a stressful weekend, oh, so I don't want to don't want to know about the stress side of things. But how about the good side of things? Anything good happen over the weekend? Well, I guess the way we were talking on Friday, I got my way because you know I had a house full of teenagers, like I mentioned on Friday. Oh yeah, let me hear about the whole teenager so, thing. Um, I okay. want to hear about the teen invasion. They were sleeping beauties. Okay. You know, um, that's why I'm up on Facebook taking pictures of me and my cat. Right. <laughs> because. And putting putting them on that. Facebook on Saturday morning. Because, I saw that. Well, we're waiting for the teens to wake up, and then they didn't okay. wake up till like, oh gosh, it got to be eleven thirty. It oh, got to be uh, noon. No, come on, are you serious? Sleeping in teenagers. now. See me. Okay, here's what I do. You would have woken their behinds. Oh, up? I would have done more than woken them up. I would have got the air horn out, <laughs> opened the door, stuck my arm in, and blasted the air horn. Then pulled my arm back out and shut the door and just sit the in the living room and just watch them come out you know what what just happened i probably should have because it's not like they have to go on to school this morning they didn't have to get back on school on monday with summer vacation yeah but then i got my way on saturday night because all right what'd you do they did play games with me and gary okay so it was kind of like a family thing around the table you know we started playing trivia pursuit okay and then the teens got kind of bored with that one or you know some of the and i'll admit it was uh some of the questions we were polling mm-hmm. were way above their heads okay and and some me and gary's it's like wow this this game got hard all of a gotta sudden gotta be a brainiac a brainiac <laughs> so i whipped okay. out the family my old family feud game oh no and you know what surprisingly that's fun it was a hit yeah, that's a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun game. You have the adults with the cats versus the teenagers and the Sleeping Beauties. And we traded up partners. First mm-hmm. it was me and Gary against Topanga and Tyler. Okay. And then uh, it was father and daughter against me and Tyler. Okay. Me and Topanga against the boys. Okay. So we had rounds, too, where we switched. Okay. Um, it, so it Family was, Feud was a huge hit. We had a lot of fun with it. Okay. You know? How were the sleeping arrangements? I want to know where did the boyfriend sleep? <laughs> That's, I've been thinking about that all weekend. Where did where'd this boy sleep? You at? know, he's just a regular dude, and he stays out on the couch. Stayed on the couch. I offer him one of the okay. twin beds Okay, because uh, right. we have the uh, – Kids' uh, okay. separate bedrooms. Okay. No, I'll 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 do the couch. Okay. okay. That's so what I thought. That's what I figured. Yes. It's either the couch or the floor. One of the two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very good. Very good. And respectful, like you said. 
Very respectful. Oh, you paused there for uh, a second. Well, <laughs> I'll, to be honest, I got upset because on uh, Saturday afternoon, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. I, made, I made an, an om- him an omelet. Yeah, and I kind of um, was on the phone and I forgot about the omelet. Oh I no! Kind of burnt it a little bit, ooh, and, ooh, and then ooh. I brought it to him, and then he brought it back and said he didn't like it. And then I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what I have. How about I go, how about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? There you go. All right. There's your go-to. Well, that was another big bonk. Really? He doesn't like peanut butter. He brought he brought back the sandwich, and he said, you know, Bonnie, the um, jelly is too, equi- cliv- too equivalent to the peanut butter. There's too much jelly and not enough peanut butter or some sort of thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> He had the gall to say that to you? What in God's name is this kid thinking? You took, wait a minute, hold it, stop. You took all the effort and love and tender loving care to make this kid a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he has the gall to bring it back to you and say... There's too much jelly on it. I, I was, you know, I was, I was not appreciative of it. I, <laughs> I'd have been, pardon my French, pissed off. Wow. So, so here's what I would have done. So then I made him some scrambled eggs. Oh no, 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 that was it. I was after. after uh, no, uh, you're too nice. Oh, way too nice. Way too nice on this one. Well, I wasn't that nice about it. I, I, like, I would have. I, I was like, are you messing with me? Are you messing with me? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if he'd have brought me back the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what I would have done was I would have opened it up, yeah. got a napkin, wiped off some of the jelly, slapped that piece of bread right back on top, and said, here is your flipping peanut butter and jelly sandwich minus three quarters of the jelly. Now, is this okay with you? Does this meet your royal highness standards? Well, he made up for it yesterday when we went to Walmart, and I had to get some kitty litter. So I got the big, uh, what, nine or ten pound bag, and then I got a big case of water. And he did the lifting, the heavy lifting of all those goods (laughs) for me. I'm sorry. That does not make up for insulting you for your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, that's why I didn't make the spaghetti later on, because I said, Oh, my God, you overcooked the spaghetti. No, I said, nobody's going to like it anyway, so we ordered Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Peanut butter. I still can't believe this kid griped about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I couldn't believe it either. Oh, my gosh. I was astounded. A simple peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. You know what I would have said to him? I would have pulled the old people starving in Africa routine like I did with my kids when they were young. When my kids didn't like something, I would be like, do you guys realize that there's people starving in Africa? And I made them feel really bad, and then they ate the damn thing. Wow. <laughs> oh we, my gosh! But we made it. We we made it without killing one Peanut another. Butter and <laughs> jelly sandwich. Oh my lord! I mean, I can only just laugh about it right now. I think at it's the, hilarious. At the time, I thought I was. You know, you should have uh, seen me. I was kind oh, of I, I furious. Could, I, I could see the smoke coming out of your ears. <laughs> you probably just wanted to slap him with that piece of bread that had the jelly on it. Plus, they slept till that late. Eleven thirty. No, they slept later than. Oh no. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, these kids. These man, kids let me come nowadays. to your house. I'll I'll put man, let me tell you, I'll put some military stuff into action if I come to your house. They'll they'll get an idea what it's like to sleep till twelve thirty and then return a peanut butter, a jelly sandwich. Shame on them.
No morals at all for those kids. No peanut butter and jelly for you this morning. All right, it's time for news without the peanut butter and jelly this morning. It's all brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of your health and their health for more than 75 years. Here's Bonnie at the news desk. And on a serious note, the uh, death toll at the Surfside condo collapse site is still rising. We have recovered additional victims since our last briefing, and the number of confirmed deaths is now 90. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says 31 people are still unaccounted for. The tragedy in Surfside combined with the increase in hurricane activity have more home buyers asking questions about the materials used in construction. Normally fixated on marble countertops or the number of bathrooms, more home buyers are getting an education on the materials used to build those all-important exterior walls. People are starting to really, I think, put more forethought into the safety of their family and, and protecting, you know, what's most important to them. Matt Sitter from Florida Concrete and Products says their trade association developed a program called Block Strong to lay out the benefits to home buyers. Sitter says durability and safety are increasingly important factors for buyers of new and pre-existing homes. I'm Rory O'Neill. Pfizer says it plans to meet Monday with top U.S. health officials to discuss the drug maker's request for federal authorization of a third dose of its COVID-19 vaccine. President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor is acknowledging that it is entirely conceivable, maybe likely, that booster shots will be needed in the coming months. Last week, Pfizer asserted that booster shots would be needed within 12 months, drawing a rebuttal from the U.S. health officials saying booster shots were not needed at this time. While Dr. Anthony Fauci isn't ruling out the possibility, he says it's too soon for the government to recommend another shot. The Florida Department of Environmental Protection will conduct a prescribed burn at Jonathan Dickinson State Park. Uh, today, weather permitting, the final decision to burn will be made after reviewing the predicted fire weather forecast and after they obtain a burn authorization from the Florida Forest Service. Prescribed burning decreases the potential for wildfires by reducing undergrowth that accumulates over time. Treasure Coast fathers and their daughters were able to shine like the star Saturday in Port St. Lucie. It was all for a good cause. And WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Over a dozen fathers escorted their daughters into Truth Church in Port St. Lucie Saturday evening. The Woodruffs were among those who attended this father-daughter dance. Yeah, it's good to teach them. They, they learn the importance of family and that they understand that some people don't have big families together. The charity event is spearheaded by Kim Bob Gardner, the pastor's wife at the church. The funds raised will go towards purchasing travel bags for foster kids. And these kids sometimes when they're taken into foster care, they have to throw everything in a crisis, in an emergency, into a little Walmart bag. Sometimes it's not even their own stuff. But I wanted to give them a little bit of dignity and a little bit of love. And the need is greater than ever. According to Four Kids of the Treasure Coast, a nonprofit that helps foster children find homes, on average, around 30 kids are put into foster care every month on the Treasure Coast. So now that children are able to share their stories, they're speaking to teachers, they're talking to their neighbors, they're sharing what happened during the past year at home, we're seeing these numbers increase sometimes by 5, 10 children a month. So we want to make sure that we're doing our part as a community to support families who are saying yes, 
opening up their homes and giving the gift of family and opening up their hearts as well to welcoming children into their families. It was a night to dress up and dance. These girls learned a deeper lesson about giving back. Um, difference can just make a really big change. Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. And lastly, Marvel's Black Widow had the biggest opening since COVID turned the world upside down, pulling in 80 million over three days. The movie was also available on Disney Plus for an extra 30 bucks, and it earned an additional $60 million there. The Milwaukee Bucks dominated the Phoenix Suns in Game 3 last night of the NBA Finals, 120-100. to That game was held in Milwaukee. Up Game 4 in Milwaukee again will be Wednesday night with a tip-off at 9 p.m. Now the Phoenix Suns lead the series 2-1. to News time is 627, and we'll have weather and traffic together next. insurance or want to switch plans you can sign up for a new florida blue health plan or switch to a better one for as little as zero dollars per month if you qualify call us today 772-621-8830 or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more to be eligible for zero monthly cost your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium policies have limitations and exclusions benefits available in certain plans and counties florida blue and florida blue hmo are independent licensees of the blue cross and blue shield association 628 right now on the Get Up and Go show. It's the Monday morning edition with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? And taking a look at the latest uh, traffic report, the highways uh, looking clear right here at the moment throughout the Treasure Coast. Yeah, it's going to be a good Monday morning ride for you if you're just heading out the door. Uh, there's your latest look at traffic. It's 79 in Stewart and in South Haven, Mississippi, 73. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. TV. Happy Monday to you. Partly sunny today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from the east, pushing back to the west. Some of them could be pretty strong too. High temperatures in the upper 80s. Chance of rain increasing by tomorrow morning as we track a tropical wave that will move on through and bring some heavy rain potential to our area. High temperatures mid to upper 80s and we'll taper down on rain chances back to around normal mid to late week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. insurance agency located right here on the Treasure Coast. I've been a resident here for 34 years and have helped thousands of clients with their insurance planning needs. We specialize in life, health, and Medicare insurance planning. Don't travel the road alone. Let us be your guide. We are the Owen Insurance Group. Contact us today at 772-210-1020 or visit our website at oweninsurancegroup.net. Florida real estate is hotter than the weather. Now is a great time to find that dream home. I'm Eileen Simons, Realtor with EXP Realty. Join me for My Dream Home every Monday morning at 10 on WPSL and WSTU. We'll talk about real estate, answer your questions, interview guest experts, have featured listings, and a featured community each week. That's My Dream Home radio show Mondays at 10 on WPSL and WSTU or listen on on 11.1 FM and 
Alexa, Google Home, or on the TuneIn app. These days, we're all making an effort to be more environmentally responsible and energy efficient. We're taking alternative transportation, using less water. We're recycling more than ever. Push mowers are making a big comeback. And if you want a greener home, natural gas lets you do it with comfort and style. So go ahead and enjoy precise temperature control in the kitchen, warmer heat for a cozier home, and plenty of hot water, all while conserving energy and reducing your home's carbon footprint as much as 46% on average. See how your home stacks up. Visit our website and click on the link to the carbon calculator. Going green simply sounds better with comfortable, responsible natural gas. If it takes you two hours to dry a load of jeans, then you must not have a natural gas dryer. Conserve energy. Choose natural gas. Get cash back up to $1,350. Call 888-CITY-GAS or visit floridacitygas.com slash energy smart. So, have you heard this one? A priest and a rabbi come into this radio station. <laughs> really, it's a priest and a rabbi. Right here, Friday mornings beginning at 9. Here on WSTU AM 1450. Bring your questions and join their lively conversation with Father Christian from St. Mary's Episcopal Church and Rabbi Matt Durbin from the Temple Beit Hayim. It's a priest and a rabbi. Friday mornings at 9 here on WSTU. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. 6.32, 32 minutes after the hour of 6 a.m. on a Monday morning with Evan and Bonnie on the Get Up and Go Show, and it's time to do viral videos. So over the weekend, I was um, scouring the Internet, as I usually do, Bonnie, and I found a couple of videos. The first one is a flight attendant that shared some of the ridiculous questions that he's been asked during a flight. Ridiculous questions that he's been asked during a flight. Now Let's, I'm going to start to think of any questions that I asked my flight yeah. attendant in the past and Let, see if it's ridiculous. Okay, here we go. Let's play them. Here we go. Real things I've been asked as a flight attendant, part one. Excuse me, what state are we flying over? Um, since we're going from Houston, Texas to Dallas, Texas, we're going to be flying over Texas. Hey, do you think you can make that's the plane the a little one. less loud? Um, I'm sorry. I don't think that's going to be possible. You ever been in the Mile High Club? <laughs> <laughs> No? <laughs> hey, can we get there faster? I have a connecting flight. I'm not the one flying the plane, but I'll definitely let the captain know. Is the Wendy's at the airport opener? I've never even been to this state before. Do you have to pay for the flights that you go on? Like this one right now? Yeah, this one. No, I get paid to be here. This is my <laughs> job. Do you love your job? <laughs> yeah, I do. The best one was since we're flying from Austin to Houston... Uh-huh. Are we flying over Texas? <laughs> that has got to be the most redonkulous question to ask. Yeah, at first when he said the question, I thought, well, that's reasonable. You could be, you know, flying uh, throughout the United States across five states. And, well, which one are we flying over? But I think uh, Houston and Austin are, are in the same state, no, since uh, we heard last. Yeah, last time I checked uh, the uh the, the Globe, Houston, and Austin, Texas were in the same identical state. I think um, I remember asking my flight attendant a question. We were flying, I think we were flying over Ohio and, mm-hmm. 
you know, down there toward Tennessee. I was I was flying back down here from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and I did ask what what river are we currently flying over? What oh. river is that down there? Okay, and that's, I think that's a normal question. I think she said the Ohio River. Yeah, that's a norm. Um, that's a normal question. It's not a stupid question. Yeah, not at all. But asking the flight attendant, can you make this plane go faster? Yeah, that's just <laughs> yeah. Let me go in and press the gas pedal a little bit. <laughs> And then I'll give you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to boot. Or if the Wendy's is open at the airport. Airport, yeah, that's another good one. Um, there's a guy who put Siri to the test recently. Siri is, uh, are you familiar with Siri, by the way? You know, I'm not real, real familiar with her. Siri is like Alexa. It's a lady, right? Yeah, Siri, Siri is like Alexa. You talk to Siri and you ask it a question like, here, let me, I'll do She's it. been around a while longer than Alexa, I'm if not I'm sure. not mistaken, I'm not sure. right? Let me see if it'll work. Hey, Siri. Tell me what the temperature is outside. It's currently 81 degrees. Wait, now, is that Alexa's sister? She has the same voice as Alexa. I don't know. If that's Siri. Maybe they they come from brothers of a different mother who have sisters from a different mister. I'll have to look up to see if Siri and Alexa are related. I'm not sure. Hold on. Here, I'll ask. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Is Siri and Alexa related? I'm not sure I understand. Okay, I'll ask you again. So the Amazon's Alexa works kind of the same way. Right. Siri is basically a digital assistant for Apple devices, Mm -hmm. specifically the iPhone, whereas Alexa is kind of a home assistant found in Amazon's line of Echo smart home devices. But they do sound very similar. Oh, yeah. Well, no wonder. Yeah, Siri, like you just did it in your phone, Uh, Siri is more part of the iPhone. Yeah, the Apple platform. Alexa is more part of like a yes. Exo, the Echo system. Yes, Where you exactly. got that little tower at home. All right, so here's uh, what a guy uh, asked uh, Siri recently. Let's listen. Hey Siri, I failed my final exams. Can you tell me a joke to cheer me up? What's the difference between you and your grandma? What? Your grandma passed. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try that. I'm going I'm going to try that on on here and see if I get the same answer. Okay. Okay. Let's see if you get the All same right. joke. Right. Hey Siri. I recently failed my college exam. So, can you tell me a joke that'll cheer me up? Where do boats go when they feel sick? To the dock. <laughs> <laughs> that was really cute. <laughs> Where do boats go when they get sick? The dock. Now that cheered me up. That was funny. Because that was rather funny. Wait a minute. Oh, let me try another one. Hey, Siri. Can you tell me a joke to cheer me up? People often accuse me of being a plagiarist. They're words, not mine. Okay, that made no sense. I didn't under I didn't get I didn't that one either. I didn't understand that one. Okay. All right. Well, that just that, that made no sense. There's but, a, a video on TikTok, Evan, where yeah. people are showing these uh, Snickles. Snickles. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Yes. They're Snickers bars wrapped in a pickle. <laughs> Does that sound good to you or what? Snickles. So you cut this big juicy uh, dill pickle open or you cut yeah. it in half and you hollow the inside with a spoon uh-huh. and then you jam a Snickers bar in there and you enjoy oh, it. That's disgusting. <laughs> You know, I, wow. bet, I bet the ladies that are pregnant right now are all over this. I any, bet. Any pregnant lady listening would I'll, probably be digging this. I'm a, I'll have to ask my daughter-in-law. I saw her last night, actually. I could see her baby bump now. 
Oh, it's yeah. so cute. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. The baby bump is adorable. Do they know what they're going to have yet? Don't too early yet. to tell? Or Don't know yet. Do, are they the kind of people that want to know? Yeah, they're going to find out, and then they'll let us know oh, what they're nice. having. So um, 2020, as we know, was a very untraditional year for weddings, Bonnie. 2020, last year, everybody was canceling weddings. So is now the time to change other things about weddings? Well, According to my favorite magazine that I read, Cosmopolitan Magazine, someone polled people who've been married and asked if we should keep doing 10 traditional things pertaining to weddings. 10 traditional things. So I copied and pasted the 10 traditional things in here, and this is what was polled. Okay. So this is uh, what people want to keep at weddings. Yeah, it's it's well they're asking the question. The bride coming in at number 10, the bride promising promising to cherish and obey her husband in the wedding vows. I'm sorry, but when I perform a wedding ceremony as a minister, I do not use the word obey. Oh, you don't? In there. No, I yeah. do not include the word obey. Reason why is you are not a dog. Okay, you tell a dog to obey. You don't tell a human to obey. Yeah. 50% don't want to hear that line anymore, but only 38% of guys agree compared to 61% of women. And, you know, it's kind of like funny because usually I don't get too particular over things like that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I'm not too keen on the word obey either. Yeah. I mean, think about it. You're standing at the altar and the minister, like myself, asks you, do you promise to obey your husband? Now, are you really going to say yes to that? Obey your husband? That's like you're bowing down to your husband and you have to do everything he says. And vice versa. Or does it go back to like, um, you know, biblical days or what might be written in the Bible that man is first and he is the head of his household? Um, I don't go by that. I just, you know, Rachel and I were equal as far as that's why we run our house. I'm sure you and Gary are like that too. You guys you know, 50-50 all the way. You guys both run your household. We kind of like have equal input. exactly. And uh, we get along okay that way. And that's the the way it should be. Nobody is like always always the boss or always the upper hand. We kind of like tend to be open to... Could you imagine you and Gary, eventually if you guys, you know, and when you guys get married, it's time for the wedding vows and the minister says, Bonnie, do you promise to obey Gary in whatever he says? Obey? Yeah, Yeah, right. I I don't think so. I guess it wouldn't bother me that much, but um, we tend to be like open with one another about I'm I'm not always right. He's not always right. Exactly. And if you're right, that's even better because it betters our situation. Right. Exactly. Here's number nine. Uh, a tradition that uh, people say should stop, throwing rice or birdseed. 31% of people say that needs to stop, oh, yeah. <laughs> throwing rice or birdseed. Yeah, that is the worst thing to get, rice or birdseed, in your hair That's at a, a little wedding. silly, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sure as many number of bridesmaids have mm-hmm. hated that in the past. How about the garter toss? 26% of people don't want to see that at weddings anymore. Oh, yeah. 20, I think that's the one of the most fun parts. It is fun. It gets the crowd together. Exactly. You know, Usually or, uh, some drinks are spilled. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it There's, makes the floors all dirty and nasty I the next day. I have seen some wacky things happen. Uh, how about number seven, tossing the bouquet of flowers? 11% of people are sick of seeing the bride toss the bouquet of flowers. Now, that's just like a tradition that should stick around. I, mean, I that, can understand that's always, that. That's just like the garter belt. I, it's fun. I can understand that, but 
I can also understand where the bride doesn't want to do the garter removal because she doesn't want to open herself up to the world where the guy goes up the dress to get the garter because oh, it can get a little so. risque. Yeah, I, get, I guess it depends on the individual. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number six, the bride and groom's first dance. Most people still like that one. Only 6% of people say that doesn't need to be done anymore. I think Got to so have a bride and groom first dance. I think it's so romantic, yes. It and is. you got to have the father-daughter dance, That's too. the next one, the bride's father. Well, the bride's father giving her away. Only 14% of people say cut that out completely. Now, I'm sorry, but I think that if the bride's father is in her life, then that is a very touching moment for the bride to be given away by her father. Perfectly practical, yes. Yes, very, very practical. Uh, Coming in at number four, the exchanging of the rings. Only 5% of Americans say to ditch that one, to ditch the exchanging of the rings. The rings are also... It's a a a symbol, right? Because a ring is a never-ending circle of unbroken love. That's the the meaning, and that's part of the vows that I use when I perform a ceremony. I say that. That makes sense. I I don't think I would want the doing away of the rings either. Mm -hmm. It it is a symbol of love, like you said. Coming in at number three, the bride should wear white. 24% of people think that that's very outdated, that white Mm. is just a... Um, it's just a labeling because they say that if you're on your second marriage, you should not wear white. You should wear like a cream color or something like that. But nowadays I don't think people go with that. So that's why 24% of the people think that it's very outdated. But it's very wrong for a lady to maybe wear white Mm and white outfit to a wedding. Oh, a guest? Oh yeah, a guest. (laughs) Yeah. Totally agree with you. 150% I am on your side. And I have seen that happen. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did yeah, you see it I've before? Seen it. I've seen it happen more times than one where the bride's in white and you have somebody else wearing white. Did, that is the wrong thing to do. And is that, you're wondering, is that person thinking or mm-hmm. does that person know maybe that yeah. that's not the standard, that yeah. you're not supposed to do that? When I entertain at a wedding, it's always black and white. It's, it's, it's black and white. That's a standard for entertainers. Black and white. That's a black tie affair. Coming in at number two, not seeing each other until the ceremony. 28% of the people think that's a very dumb thing, that it's not bad luck if the groom sees the bride. Um, the weddings that I do, I would have to say they have this thing that's that's been going on for years, and it's called a first look, where they see each other prior to the ceremony, and they get the, bri- the groom's yeah. reaction and that's a pretty cool thing to do. So that's kind of like an old tradition that's out the window. Or maybe it's, I think it would be okay for the groom to be to mm-hmm. see his bride mm-hmm. out of her wedding clothes mm-hmm. before the, you well, know, Well, that's the after morning. the whole thing's over. <laughs> <laughs> That's at night. (laughs) That's on the honeymoon. Well, I guess that'll happen anyway. Yeah, that'll happen. But I mean, just to see her face or something early Mm -hmm. in the morning Mm -hmm. before she's all in her wedding gown. A lot of people don't like to do that, though, because they they kind of, um, they're superstitious. It's a superstitious thing, It's a superstition thing. They don't want to be seen on the wedding day. And then number one, the bride's family should pay for the entire wedding. That's one of the top traditions people want to stop following. 43% say to ditch it. 25% say to keep it. Everyone else is really not sure. But um, back in the old days, Uh way back when, it was tradition for the bride's family to pick up the bill 
for the entire wedding reception. I wonder where and why like that started. I don't and know. You think it would be like a 50-50 sort of thing, right? which exactly. I feel would be better for, for all parties involved. Nowadays, a lot of bride and grooms, they pay for their own weddings themselves. Yeah. Um, my son and daughter-in-law, I do believe, they paid for everything themselves, uh, their wedding. Um, Rachel and I, we paid for ours. And you know what? If I were parents mm-hmm. of a bride or groom, I would yeah. be like, I hope you pay for, want to pay for some of your wedding at least, right. especially if you're expecting like a huge expensive wedding where right. me and your mom are going to lose our retirement money because yeah. you have to have this fab- fabulous, grandiose wedding. Yeah, or we have to sell the whole house or take out a second mortgage yeah. or, or something I would, like I that. I would never want to put my parents yeah. like through that. I, I, w- I wouldn't have asked my dad. My dad gave us our honeymoon as a wedding gift, which I thought was fairly nice. Oh, that's beautiful. He did that. It wasn't very expensive. Where we did you go? We just went to Disney. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it was me and Rach and the kids. We took um, Darren, Dylan, and Haley yeah. with us. And, oh, that can cost some money, too. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, back back then I was, you know, um, being in, in, in the radio business, as you know, um, we get perks and things yeah. like that. So I, I, you know, got a couple of perks up in Disney and it really wasn't really that expensive to go up there All right. um, uh, with the kids and, and stuff like that. But it was fun. It was fun. We took the kids on the honeymoon. Did, did Dad want to come along? No, he didn't. <laughs> no. no, he stayed back with yeah. one of his three. He stayed back with one of his three girlfriends. And, yes, I say that. He had three different girlfriends. Wow, he was some I don't kind know. of stud. He was. Did he look like Clint Eastwood let me or something? Tell you, let me tell you something. My dad knew how to play the system. That's all I got to say. <laughs> wow. I love you to death. But boy, did he know how to play the system. He had three, I think two or three girlfriends, and he would play all of them with different stories why he couldn't see them on certain days. Papa was a rolling stone. He was more than a rolling stone. He was a rolling stud. Six. I don't know why I just said that. Oh, my gosh. Dad, please forgive me. 6.48 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any type of precious metals at all whatsoever, please go see our good friend Hawk Levy at any one of the St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin locations. Here's Bonnie with the morning headlines. Good morning. Swashbuckling entrepreneur Richard Branson hurtled into space aboard the his own winged rocket ship Sunday, beating out fellow billionaire Jeff Bezos. What did you see from space? What, what you uh, see from space is this wonderful dark, dark sky uh, um, and then this incredible blue. Um, we've got these incredible windows uh, and Dave and Such, they turn the spaceship upside down so when you were floating, you're looking out of these giant windows uh, back, at the, back at this beautiful, beautiful sky, beautiful Earth. The nearly 71-year-old Branson and five crewmates from his Virgin Galactic Space Tourism Company reached an altitude of about 53 miles over the New Mexico desert, enough to experience three to four minutes of weightlessness and see the curvature of the Earth and then safely glided to a runway landing. 
More manatees have died already this year than in any other year in Florida's recorded history, primarily from starvation due to the loss of seagrass beds, state officials said. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported that 841 manatee deaths were recorded between January 1st and July 2nd, breaking the previous record of 830 that died in 2013 because of an outbreak of toxic red tide. The TC Palm website reports that more than half of the deaths have died in the Indian River Lagoon and its surrounding areas in Volusia, Brevard, Indian River, St. Lucie, and Martin Counties. The overwhelming majority of deaths have been in Brevard, where 312 manatees have perished. Some biologists believe water pollution is killing the seagrass beds in the area. Most deaths occur during the colder months when manatees migrated to and through the Indian River Lagoon, where the majority of seagrass has died off. Boat strikes are also a major cause of manatee deaths, killing at least 63 this year. Treasure Coast fathers and their daughters were able to shine like the star Saturday in Port St. Lucie. It was all for a good cause. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Over a dozen fathers escorted their daughters into Truth Church in Port St. Lucie Saturday evening. The Woodruffs were among those who attended this father-daughter dance. Yeah, it's good to teach them. They, they learn the importance of family and that they understand that some people don't have big families together. The charity event is spearheaded by Kim Bob Gardner, the pastor's wife at the church. The funds raised will go towards purchasing travel bags for foster kids. And these kids sometimes when they're taken into foster care, they have to throw everything in a crisis, in an emergency, into a little Walmart bag. Sometimes it's not even their own stuff. But I wanted to give them a little bit of dignity and a little bit of love. And the need is greater than ever. According to Four Kids of the Treasure Coast, a nonprofit that helps foster children find homes, on average, around 30 kids are put into foster care every month on the Treasure Coast. So now that children are able to share their stories, they're speaking to teachers, they're talking to their neighbors, they're sharing what happened during the past year at home, we're seeing these numbers increase sometimes by 5, 10 children a month. So we want to make sure that we're doing our part as a community to support families who are saying yes, opening up their homes and giving the gift of family and opening up their hearts as well to welcoming children into their families. It was a night to dress up and dance. These girls learned a deeper lesson about giving back. Um, difference can just make a really big change. Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. Protests across Cuba are sparkling demonstrations in Florida. Thousands took the streets of Miami yesterday in solidarity with those on the island. Cubans are upset over economic conditions amid pandemic, chanting freedom and calling for more COVID vaccines. Lastly, Saturday, the Brad Paisley concert opened up with a giant screen on stage that showed an empty amphitheater mid-pandemic. Then the image switched to a live feed of what it looked like with the venue filled up and the audience roared with approval. Brad Paisley came out on stage and said, this place looks a lot better with you in it. Saturday concerts returned to the I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm Beach. There hasn't been a large-scale performance at the venue since the coronavirus pandemic began. The venue is allowing 100% capacity and requiring clear plastic bags to employees uh, can avoid uh, touching people's things. All points of sale are cashless, no paper tickets, and no mask requirements for those who are vaccinated.
Novak Djokovic tied Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal by claiming his 20th Grand Slam title Sunday, coming back to beat Matteo Bertettini 6-7, 6-4, 6-4, 6-3 in the Wimbledon final. The top-ranked Djokovic earned his third consecutive championship at the All England Club and sixth overall. News time, we have 6.51, weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on a Monday morning. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we're not finding any accidents, so traffic is looking fine on this Monday morning. And uh, we'd like to say if you see something, say something. Always feel free to call us, tell us about it. 220-9788, 220-WSTU. We have 76 degrees, Port St. Lucie, and in Kigali, Rwanda, this morning, it's 75. Here's more on our forecast at WPTV. Happy Monday to you, partly sunny today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from the east, pushing back to the west. Some of them could be pretty strong, too. High temperatures in the upper 80s. Chance of rain increasing by tomorrow morning as we track a tropical wave that will move on through and bring some heavy rain potential to our area. High temperatures mid to upper 80s, and we'll taper down on rain chances back to around normal mid to late week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Call the Lott Brothers for all your property insurance needs. Hi, I'm Frankie Lott. Give me a call, 468-1009. That's 468-1009. 
We represent the most competitive markets across the Treasure Coast and throughout the state of Florida, ensuring your home, condo, auto, and boat, plus commercial. The Lot Brothers are available 24 hours a day for your convenience. Call me at Lot Insurance Services, 468-1009. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people, increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to WSTUMorningShow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 7 a.m. right here on the Get Up and Go Show, right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. And then we are going to have our number two for me and you. Don't go anywhere because here comes the news. Because here comes so-called cancel culture at CPAC. I'm Ann Carrick, Fox News. Former President Trump at the Conservative Political Action Conference in Dallas on Sunday saying it's a leftist tool used to silence conservatives. Donald Trump, once Twitter's most popular user, is now suing social media companies over their targeting of conservatives and leniency towards liberals. He spoke at CPAC Sunday. We embrace free thought. We stand up to political correctness. And we reject the intolerance of left-wing cancel culture. Trump ally and Florida Congressman Matt Gates thinks that combating cancel culture would be as simple as being tolerant of each other. It's okay if you sit next to someone on an airplane with bad politics. It's okay if you are in the same room or the same encounter with someone who may not see the world exactly like you do. YouTube like would have banned Galileo. Fox's Evan Brown. A global microchip shortage is shutting down some major car manufacturing plants. Ford, GM, and Fiat Chrysler have all been impacted by the microchip shortage, and some have idled plants this year, simply unable to produce cars. Now Ford says it will continue to idle some plants. An assembly plant in Chicago will shut down for the next three weeks. In Michigan, one plant will be down for the next two. Another plant will run fewer shifts. The F-150 line will be down at the plant in Kansas City, Missouri for the next two weeks. The chip shortage is mostly due to the pandemic as car manufacturers reduced chip orders. Demand skyrocketed for personal electronics. 
electronics. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Pfizer says it's meeting with U.S. health officials today to talk about a so-called booster shot for COVID-19. President Biden's chief medical advisor acknowledging a third shot might be needed in the future, but saying it's not needed at this time. Dr. Anthony Fauci also indicating it's too soon for government to recommend another shot. America's listening to Fox News. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Leading members of Congress claim that America's military is under attack from the woke far left. And they say top generals are ignoring the threat. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes the real dangers tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax. Millions are tuning into Newsmax and Stinchfield. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable operator doesn't carry it, call them. Tell them you want it or you can switch. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Newsmax is real news. Watch it today. Former Nickelodeon child star Drake Bell goes before a judge in Ohio today in his child endangerment case. Bell will be sentenced after the former Nickelodeon star pleaded guilty to a felony charge of attempting to endanger children and a misdemeanor charge of disseminating material harmful to juveniles stemming from a 2017 incident in Ohio involving a teen girl. Bell could receive a prison sentence of up to 18 months for the felony charge with a fine of up to 5000 The misdemeanor charge carries a sentence of up to six months in county jail and a fine of up to $1,000. The charges stem from when Bell was performing a concert in Cleveland and a meeting between the then 31-year-old and a 15-year-old girl. Michelle Polino, Fox News. An investigation is underway after weapons are found near planned MLB All-Star Game events in Denver. Four people have been arrested and more than a dozen weapons, including several rifles, have been seized at a downtown Denver hotel that is close to several events planned in conjunction with the upcoming All-Star Game. Police say officers responding to a tip searched two rooms at the Maven Hotel Friday night. A block from Coors Field, three men and a woman in their 40s were arrested and two vehicles were impounded to be searched for evidence. A law enforcement official told the Associated Press that police also recovered hundreds of rounds of ammunition. The FBI released a statement saying they have no reason to believe this was connected to terrorism or any threat directed at the All-Star Game. Mary Corsetti, Fox News. In basketball, the Milwaukee Bucks now trail two games to one in the NBA Finals after dominating the second quarter of a 120-100 win over the Phoenix Suns. The Suns led by three until the Bucks outscored them 35-17 in the second quarter. After repeat victories, the Tampa Bay Lightning have a boat parade this afternoon celebrating their Stanley Cup win. And baseball's home run derby returns tonight at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado. I'm Ann Carrick, and this is Fox News. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m., Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show. 
great food. First-class presentation, too. I'm impressed. Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Then you know how important it is to make a great impression. You'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple box lunch drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class costs no more than settling for a mundane meal. This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop by or give me a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, Stewart, just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit elliesdowntowndeli.com. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, host of the Today with Denny Show, where we talk about financial and healthy well-being from a common-sense perspective. This is a show where we cover what's on your mind, like local, world, and entertainment news. So tune in, have fun, share your story Thursday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. on WSTU 1450 AM radio. Live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And a top of the morning to you and yours and, of course, all your cats and dogs. You are one sweet Creepy little dude. Oh, all right. I'm glad you think I'm creepy. Hello again, and welcome to the show. That's right. Welcome to the show. They're going to hate you so much. Yeah, they, they're not going to hate me. I don't cause people to hate me. 707 right now. Mr. Clock, would you certify? It's now 707 a.m. That's right. I'm just a creepy little dude, as that guy said, Bonnie. Uh, you're Well, maybe you're creepy, but you're bigger than... <laughs> you're not a little dude. That, yeah, I'm a big dude. That's for sure. Yeah, but I'm a big dude. No, you're not creepy. I know that. I At know least that. not to me, you're not. Well, I hope not. I mean, I've been married to you work-wise <laughs> for a year and a... God, it's been a year and a half already we've been married to work. Has it already been wow. that long? Jeez. It doesn't feel like it. Wow. Um, but, you know, time just goes by oh so quickly it does what was my date that i started was it the 13th of january january 13th it was january the 13th 2021 2021 no 2020 was it 2020 yep 2020 2021 yeah wow oh my gosh right before the pandemic hit yeah, yeah, two it months was before the pandemic. Just hit. two months before it. Yeah, and then, then we all started wearing face diapers. We didn't know if we could come to work or not. Yeah. You know, we were completely uh, worried. <laughs> yeah, and and then we started sanitizing the whole studio, and yeah. those that came in had to be sanitized too. Yeah, we had this machine out front that everybody walks through, and it's a mister, and they spray you down with sanit sanitization mist and then you're you're allowed to enter the studio i wonder if they sanitize you too before you uh, go on to like the uh space cruise on that uh virgin galactic oh, i don't know i entered there was a there's a sweepstakes that you can enter to become a uh, a passenger on that ship i would do it yeah oh yeah i would go to space i would it goes 56 miles up 
and then you yeah. experience weightlessness for five minutes, and then you come right back down. I watched the entire video. It's the coolest thing ever. I guess being up that high and seeing like the curvature of you the see planet the curvature of the would planet. be kind of neat to see where you yeah. can see how the the Earth is actually shaped round. Would you do it? Would you volunteer curve? to be an astronaut? I'm not on that. I'll be honest. I'm not that interested. Okay. Um, my my whole idea is there's so many places already on this beautiful planet. Like for one reason or another, I'm not able to visit. Mm-hmm. Like there are still places I would like to go to, like like Venice, Italy, Ooh. or maybe visiting, seeing the redwood trees out in California. Now you just mentioned Italy. Like that. I can just picture you and Gary riding in the gondola, <laughs> going down the waterway, oh, how enjoying the bottle of wine. Yeah. So there's actually and the Italian love too many places playing. on the planet I would like to visit yet where. Just the fact of riding uh, that far up in the atmosphere into space doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. But, really? you know, that's just me. I can see where people might get excited about it. Wow. But it was a beautiful thing. When, Why Italy? Oh, that's just kind of... If you don't, if you don't mind me asking. It's just one of the places... Uh, well, I'm, I am Italian. Um, okay. Just one of the many places I would love to visit and love, really? love to go see. There you go. See, this will kind of put you in the mood. This is like the sounds of Italy. And with Venice, Italy, I'd like to see all of the canals, you know, and be on the gondola, like Mm -hmm. you said. Mm -hmm. This is like what they play in the background when you're going down the gondola. And like you see in the movies where the two-way, it looks like a two-way highway, like swifting around the mountainside with the the sea on the side and the seashore. For sure. I'd like to see all that. For sure. There's so many things I would like to see. My gosh. But space for me, I'm already in space. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. doesn't do anything for me. (laughs) No, you're not. I guarantee you wanted to send those kids to outer space after that peanut butter and jelly sandwich got returned. Yeah. Right? I wanted to shoot them to the moon. (laughs) Let's do some birthdays. I'm telling you, that's going to be the topic of the whole morning is that damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> I can't even make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right. I'm, no. you know, I, I, I mean, feel how so can ashamed. You me- Bonnie, how can you mess a peanut butter and jelly sandwich up? I'm not getting on you saying you messed it up, but there's just no simp- there's no flipping way you can mess up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It's really simple. You have a piece of bread, you spread the peanut butter on just like butter. Okay, you put a little jelly on it, you spread it evenly, you put the other top on. Okay, or uh, here's the question. When you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, do you put the peanut butter on both pieces of bread or do you put it on one? I put the peanut butter on one and I lay that peanut butter down first okay, and then, then the, the jelly. jelly on top. Okay, and, and then, then the you bread. take the plain piece of bread and you cover it, right? Yeah. That's the right way to do it. And then you cut it in half. Maybe he didn't like the sandwich because I didn't have name brand peanut butter. I don't think really? it was I don't think it was Jif or Skippy. I think oh I've got God. that off off grid. Maybe an off brand. 
<laughs> peanut butter is peanut butter, for gosh sake. I sakes. think I bought a generic peanut butter. I don't think it's it was brand name. But, you know, Did what? he see the bottle that it came out of? No, but I'm looking for a great excuse. That's why I didn't make the perfect peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, that's not an excuse. <laughs> just him being picky. No, I'm just looking for something <laughs> to make me feel better, you see? Oh, okay. All right. Well, you made a good... Well, listen, if it's any consolation, I think you probably made the best peanut butter and jelly sandwich there is known to man, and he's just being fickle. Yeah, and I should have made it myself, but after that, I couldn't stomach anything anymore. You know what you could have done was just taken a bite out of it just to sample it yourself after he gave it back to you, Mm -hmm. and then looked at him and said, there's nothing wrong with this. If I can eat it, you can eat it. (laughs) I could have done that. Yeah, if I can eat it, you can eat it. I miss the uh, peanut butter and jelly that my grandma used to make because she had Oh, I bet that was good. She had fresh raspberries in the garden, and she would make fresh raspberry jam. And then she had these homemade donuts she Uh kept in the huge donut jar in her kitchen. Okay. And when you put the raspberry homemade jam onto Mm -hmm. her freshly made donuts... Mm -hmm. Or sometimes they, the donuts didn't even have to be fresh. Mm-hmm. But that jam with the donut mix was incredible. Wow. It's so, like you couldn't buy that at the store. Here's a good question for you. When you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, okay, do you use the same knife that you've scooped the peanut butter out with, and then do you put it in the jelly, or do you use Se- a different knife? Yes. Um, Tell me what you do. I do the same knife. I'm lazy. Do you really? I'm, I'm lazy about that. I will okay. be dipping that knife in the peanut now, butter what, and what then if, in the jelly. Okay, okay. Now, what if somebody wants to put some, uh, they want toast, okay? And then they see and, that peanut butter in the jelly. And then they, the they put the butter on the toast. <laughs> yes. And then, or if they want just jelly on their 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 toast with no butter, they go in with a knife and now you have remnants of peanut butter in the jelly. Yeah, you know, and that's nasty. I shouldn't do that. Now that I think about it, that's worse than uh, drinking you. out of the milk jug. <laughs> but but I do that. I get, I'm I get, guilty of that I also. I get lazy. I'm guilty of that also. But the only reason I do it at home is because nobody else in my house will eat the strawberry jelly that I have. Nobody will touch oh, okay. it. Nobody likes it. So when I have a bagel, I put cream cheese on my bagel. Ooh. Then after the cream cheese, I go right in and scoop out the jelly. But knowing that nobody else Nobody's is going in there, that jelly that's anyway. the only reason I do it. Well, then it's okay. And right. But see, we, your jelly is yeah. communicable for your household. When we talked, Since we talked about this, I yeah. will no longer use the same knife. I will now use separate gotcha. clean tools. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> you did. <laughs> see, I'm not so perfect. <laughs> now you feel better now? You, you have an excuse why you think your sandwich wasn't perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get to birthdays. It's Malala Yousafzai's birthday. Uh, 24 years old today. That's the heroic Pakistani girl who got shot by the Taliban on her school bus for standing up for education and women's rights. How old did she turn today? 24 years old today. Wow, that's an amazing story. Rachel Brosnanhan is 31. That's the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Don't know who that is. Bonnie, you have any idea at all? Uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Mm -hmm. well, that was a movie that came out not too long ago. Okay. So I would assume that would be the uh, lady that played the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Okay. I'm right. assuming. All right. Kimberly Perry is 38 years old today from the band Perry. Uh, Topher Grace is 43. That's Eric on that 70s show. 
Brock Lesnar, WWE superstar and former UFC fighter. Do you know him? Yes. Are you very familiar with I'm him? I'm very familiar with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. A lot of people know who Brock Lesnar is. He's 44 years old today. 44. I like the name Brock, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't hear that really That's a very cool often. name, though. That is a very, very cool name. I don't think I've ever even known anyone named Brock. I would name my child. If I if I were to have another boy, yeah. I would have to consult with Rachel first, but I would name my boy Brock. Yeah, yeah. I do like the name. I like that a lot. Anna Friel is 45. That's Detective Sergeant Backland on the Netflix series Marcella. Christy Yamaguchi, the Olympic gold medalist, is 50 years old today. Oh, I used to love watching her yes. skate around the Fantastic rink, too. Fantastic skater. Awesome skater. Yeah, and very likable kind of girl. Cheryl Ladd is 70 years old today. That's Chris Monroe on Charlie's Angels. Richard Simmons. Oh, Richard Simmons. That's the way he talks. <laughs> yep. 73 years old today. Wow. And 73. You know, he, Richard Simmons, you don't see him anymore. Mm-hmm. There was... Uh, where did I read in People magazine or somewhere I think where he fell off the face he, of the earth? He kind of went into hiding. Yeah, and he wouldn't come out and uh, do any more shows. Yeah, yeah, and we we haven't seen or heard of him in like mm-hmm. a really really long time. Yeah, uh, comedian who just got out of prison, Bill Cosby, eighty four years old today, getting set to hit the road and take his comedy act on tour again. Would you pay to go and see him? No, I would not. Okay. All right. All right. No problem. I'm not going to ask you why. That's your personal reason. We have a call. Hi. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, what's up there, sunshine? Just just getting up and going back to work. Oh, that's right. The wife's been on vacation for an entire week, Oh, lucky you. What have you been doing? Sleeping in. Uh, You could have came up to my house on Saturday. Oh, a heck of a lot of nothing at home. She could have slept in like my kids did on Saturday. She made made me a fantastic dinner last night. I will say that much. She really did because she knew everything that I went through this weekend. Between oh, you know yeah. a good friend of mine passing away last week and no then the kidding. the what happened on Friday. I did not know you had a friend yeah, that passed. Yeah, yeah, I had I'm a sorry. very very dear friend of mine pass huh. away. Um, actually, a friend of myself and and the wife uh, as well. Um, but anyway, yeah, Rachel made rib tips last ooh. night, and oh, it's so good what as Mister exactly Food would say. Our rib tips. Rachel, would you please collaborate on rib tips? I don't know exactly what they are. When I bought them, I thought it was like thick-cut bacon. Oh, yeah? yeah. Uh, that's what they, it looks a little bit yeah, like, bacon? Yeah, it looked like thick-cut bacon. Oh, yeah? Bacon, but it was really good. She she, she she put them in a pan. She seasoned them, slapped some barbecue sauce on them, put them in the oven, mm. and we were good. Mm, yummy. Like 20 minutes and, later. And even But even with the barbecue sauce, it wasn't straight barbecue sauce. I mixed the barbecue sauce with honey, oh, wow. maple syrup, brown sugar. And a little bit of water. Oh wow! To make it a little thinner. Okay. Well, I did not know that. You surprised me. Mm-hmm. Well, it was good. It was delish, and we had some stovetop stuffing. Oh, okay. stovetop! And a can stovetop now, not homemade that's stuffing. Right. No, nope. stovetop, easy, just easy peasy, <laughs> yes. and a can of green beans oh, to go. Man, and that was it. And my my diet Snapple yeah. iced tea. That sounds and like I was a happy. perfect meal. Oh man, it was so. Good. It was nice to have a home cooked meal after you know when you're. Uh, night after night after night doing baseball six nights a week. Did you do them on the propane grill then too? Nope, we did them in the oven. All right. Yep, did them in the oven. Yeah. Next time, in fact, next time we'll have to cook them on the uh, on the on the grill, Rach. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. Definitely they so. They had a military night for yeah. at Clover Park. Yeah, we had this military actually weekend. three days. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday was military appreciation week. I saw that in the newspaper. It looked yeah. like it was a real successful it was a huge deal. Success. We had the Gold Star Moms there on uh, on wow. Saturday night, so it was a lot of fun. What a nice occasion. Yeah. Anyway, got to run. We got to get to news. Listen, have a wonderful first day back at work. I know how much you love to go to work. You could talk to Lori, and she'll give you all the details about the wedding as well. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Right, Love see you. you. Love you, too, honey. Bye-bye. She's now. got summer school, huh? Yeah, she's got uh, summer camp, summer school, yep. whatever you uh, want to call it. I that know thing. a couple of teachers uh, this year, too, that are doing the summer school mm, thing. Okay. Keep it uh, working. Real quick before we get to news, it's National Simplicity Day. Keep things simple. It's also International Town Criers Day. It's National Different Colored Eyes Day. Bonnie, have you ever known anybody to have two different colored eyes? Um, the only but one I can think of is David Bowie. Okay. He used to have a kind of like a gray eye uh-huh. and a blue eye, I want to uh-huh. say. Uh-huh. And he came out years later and said the reason he had two different colored eyes, uh-huh. because he and a boy were fighting over a girl on a right. school bus. Right. And he was clocked in the eye. He was punched really? in the eye by a, a fellow classmate. <laughs> and then it caused one eye to seriously change color. Wow. That was his story. I know one person. That has two different color eyes. It's a friend of mine's daughter. Her name is Kaylee. She has a blue eye and she has a brown eye. And it's the neatest thing to look at her and talk to her. Very cool, right? It's so beautiful. One blue and one brown. That's the way she was born at birth. That's different. That's got she has she has cool. to have a real unique, it's unique very kind cool. of look. Beautiful young lady. I've very, seen very it, cool. Looking. I've seen it on kitty cats. I had a cat named Jeremiah too that had mm-hmm. like a, a blue mm-hmm. dark blue eye and the mm-hmm. then kind of a lighter green mm-hmm. eye. It's National Eat Your Jello Day, so make sure and eat some jello, Bonnie. It's also National Pecan Pie Day. As well. So make sure and eat a piece of pecan pie. Never had a pecan pie. So you can I never combine had a the slice pecan, of that. You can combine the pecan pie with the jello and you can take care of those things. And lastly, it's National Paper Bag Day. National Paper Bag take Day. Take your lunch to work in a take paper bag. Your lunch to work in a paper bag. And uh there you go. There's your birthdays anniversaries and uh, back in the day. Wonderful. It is 723 right now. Time for news brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie's at the news desk with the breaking headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Thank you, Evan. Good morning. The death toll at the Surfside condo collapse site is still rising. Have recovered additional victims since our last briefing, and the number of confirmed deaths is now 90. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says 31 people are still unaccounted for. The tragedy in Surfside combined with the increase in hurricane activity have more home buyers asking questions about the materials used in construction. Normally fixated on marble countertops or the number of bathrooms, more home buyers are getting an education on the materials used to build those all-important exterior walls. People are starting to really, I think, put more forethought into the safety of their family and, and protecting you know, what's most important to them. Matt Sitter from Florida Concrete and Products says their trade association developed a program called Block Strong to lay out the benefits to home buyers. Sitter says durability and safety are increasingly important factors for buyers of new and pre-existing homes. I'm Rory O'Neill. 
Swashbuckling entrepreneur Richard Branson hurtled into space aboard his own winged rocket ship Sunday, beating out fellow billionaire Jeff Bezos. What did you see some, from space? What, what you uh, see from space is this wonderful dark, dark sky uh, um, and then this incredible blue. Um, we've got these incredible windows uh, and Dave and Such, they turn the spaceship upside down. So when you are floating, you're looking out of these giant windows uh, back, at the, back at this beautiful, beautiful sky, beautiful Earth. The nearly 71-year-old Branson and five crewmates from his Virgin Galactic Space Tourism Company reached an altitude of about 53 miles over the New Mexico desert, enough to experience three to four minutes of weightlessness and see the curvature of the Earth, and then safely glided to a runway landing. And Branson was uh, taking those questions from some students. The Florida Department of Environmental Protection will conduct a prescribed burn at Jonathan Dickinson State Park today, weather permitting. The final decision to burn will be made after reviewing the predicted fire weather forecast and after they obtain a burn authorization from the Florida Forest Service. Prescribed burning decreases the potential for wildfires by reducing undergrowth that accumulates over time. The DEP says burned lands experience an increase in wildflowers, birds, and other wildlife. Protests across Cuba are sparking demonstrations in Florida. Thousands took to the streets of Miami yesterday in solidarity with those on the island. Cubans are upset over economic conditions amid the pandemic chanting freedom and calling for COVID vaccines. And lastly, just halfway through the year, Florida is breaking its record for the annual number of manatee deaths. 841 manatees died through the first six months of this year. The Orlando Magic named Jamel Mosley the team's new head coach. Mosley, a Dallas Mavericks assistant, had agreed to a four-year deal. The Magic are replacing Steve Clifford, who mutually parted with the team last month. Newstime 727 with weather and traffic together next. insurance or want to switch plans you can sign up for a new florida blue health plan or switch to a better one for as little as zero dollars per month if you qualify call us today 772-621-8830 or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more to be eligible for zero monthly cost your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium policies have limitations and exclusions benefits available in certain plans and counties florida blue and florida blue hmo are independent licensees of the blue cross and blue shield association 728 right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? Well, we do see an accident in Martin County, and if you're heading on I-95 southbound this morning, you might want to take an alternate. Uh, I-95 southbound is closed at the moment between Martin Highway and Becker Road due to an accident being there. So, yeah, southbound I-95 closed. Take an alternate if you were going to travel that direction. Uh, other areas looking good, including St. Lucie County up to Fort Pierce, those roadways are fine. There's your latest look at traffic. 
have 79 in Palm City and 77 Port St. Lucie. Here's more on our weather at WPTV. Happy Monday to you, partly sunny today. Scatter showers and thunderstorms moving from the east, pushing back to the west. Some of them could be pretty strong too. High temperatures in the upper 80s. Chance of rain increasing by tomorrow morning as we track a tropical wave that'll move on through and bring some heavy rain potential to our area. High temperatures mid to upper 80s and we'll taper down on rain chances back to around normal mid to late week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Get Up and Go Show would love to hear from you live on the air. Give us a call at any time. Now let's get back to the program. Here's Evan and Bonnie. This is not headline news. Black Widow had a huge opening over the weekend. But that's what you get for shacking up with the Hulk. The Olympics will take place without crowds. It's sad fans will miss the thrill of live basketball and the contact high of skateboarding. Pope Francis made his first public appearance over the weekend since undergoing surgery. 
People found the eyebrow lift and lip injections were a bit of a surprise. The new TikTok food trend is cutting open a pickle and putting a Snickers candy bar inside. I tried one. Snickles really satisfies. <laughs> and a storm caused the New York City subway system to flood. Fortunately, the New York Jets were able to help drain the tunnels because they suck. <laughs> this is not headline news. From not headline news to the stupid stuff. And now it's time for stupid news. It's so stupid and awesome. Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to live? Why are people so stupid? Are you effing stupid? All right, so uh, we're going to go to California to start with, Bonnie. We'll, we'll venture across the country where a man in California has been accused of hiring a hitman on Craigslist. Now, have you ever perused on Craigslist? I do it all the time. You know, I still okay. do. And the first okay. thing I go to when I go there, I look at Lost and Found okay. to see if I recognize any of the missing dogs or cats. Oh, and, you know, and, and okay. in case I find them so that I can return them back to their owner. Did you find any uh, jars of peanut butter on there? No. Lost? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, there's a guy in California who's been accused of hiring a hitman on Craigslist. You know what he... Uh, tried to kill i don't i don't know a peacock what yeah put an ad out looking for a hitman to kill a peacock to kill a peacock yes. why it happened last month in mckinleyville california which is about five hours north of san francisco now the peacock showed up in the neighborhood a while back and the community embraced the peacock they fed it sourdough bread and cookies and Gave it nicknames like Mr. P and Azel. Don't well, tell me he did this to annoy a whole community. One guy was not a fan because of how loud the peacock was. He allegedly put a hit out on Craigslist saying, quote, The job is simple. Get rid of a wild peacock that is disrupting our lives. He gave instructions on how to find the peacock and added, quote, Please contact me so we can form a strategy to eliminate this bird and also to agree on how much you will be compensated. Well, last week, the peacock was found dead with a gunshot wound in its lower breast area. Oh, this this is not a good ending to this story. No, the sheriff is uh. investigating the case. But it's unclear if there will be any criminal charges. There should be. I mean, they well, killed this peacock, which why. the whole community loved. Here's why. Peacocks are not protected by the state's wildlife laws. Although the shooter could face firearm and animal cruelty charges, the community thinks they know who posted the ad, but that man says all they have against him is circumstantial evidence and he won't comment until he talks to an attorney. Wow. Well, you always need I have a lawyer. heard it all. Yeah. And, you know, how dare he kill a peacock? Those birds are so pretty. I agree. They have the prettiest colors in the world. But how dare you put an ad out to hire a hitman? And the folks at NBC would be really painstaking. They'd be ticked off. They'd be so annoyed. Yeah. You know how they use, they started using that uh, peacock mm -hmm. as their... Uh, official bird mm -hmm. because that's when like color television started to come right, out exactly it's because the peacock is so colorful have you ever driven through downtown fort pierce before you cross over us1 on orange avenue mm -hmm. 
Oh, yeah, I've been down that okay. way. So you've seen the peacocks that run wild down there. Have you ever seen them? You know what? I've heard of them, but okay. I've never witnessed them before. Okay. Next time you're going, if you get off 95 and you're going east on Orange Avenue, like you're going to our sister station. Yeah. You keep going straight, like you're going to US 1, and there's a little area downtown where they have a Haitian church on the right and an abandoned school building on the left. And you drive through there, and you'll see peacocks yeah. roaming around the streets. The peacocks like to hang out over there? They hang out downtown Fort Pierce. I'm surprised. All the time. I'm, I, I haven't, it's, they're beautiful. And now I have to drive through downtown Fort Pierce just mm-hmm. to see this. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful creatures. And they're kind of like a, a peaceful bird, no? Like, Very peaceful. But I didn't know they can get loud. You, like uh, You this leave them alone, and they'll they leave would. you alone. Oh, you know what I saw uh, two Saturday mornings ago? I saw what? the coolest thing. What? So I was running on Curry Street in Port St. Lucie. Okay. And it was still kind of dark out. But mm-hmm. I could have sworn I saw, this, I saw this bird on someone's mailbox. A bird. It, not just any bird. It was kind of like a striking bird, and it kind of moved. And... So I had to run, jog back around, go back and see if it was real. Like okay. maybe I thought maybe it was just a toy bird or something that they put on the mailbox. Okay. But no, it was a real bird. And Evan, it was a baby owl. Oh, you're kidding me! Wow. It was so cool. And it was um, making the noise. Then after I ran away with it, and I could, I think I could hear the mom. Wait a minute! You ran away with it? No, you took it from it. <laughs> Oh, okay. But I, Don't I, scare me like that. I felt bad about even going up to it and approaching it to see it because I was afraid, you know, now maybe the mom won't come and rescue it. Right. So I hope she did. I didn't mm-hmm. dare touch the owl. Smart move. Yeah. Smart move because once they get the scent of a human's hands, sometimes they uh, they turn. Yeah, but it was, um, you know, it was a baby owl, but still as a baby, it was uh, rather kind of large in looking you know like maybe about four inches tall wow but, but you could tell it was a baby it was the coolest thing i can't I, believe that i couldn't believe what i saw <laughs> and whenever i see an owl you know you don't see them too too often wow it's just cool seeing one but it's good that the mom didn't come uh, swooping down at me because seriously i think owls can get kind of me- mean too and uh, kind of get you in the neck with their talons mm-hmm. or get you in the head those talons could hurt Wow, that's uh, that's crazy. It wouldn't be good. A man robbed a convenience store in southern Illinois recently. He was wearing a ski mask to conceal his identity. Being paranoid by nature, the robber thought that he may have pulled his ski mask off a little too soon after the robbery and that someone may have seen his face. Hmm. So mm-hmm. what does this brilliant criminal do, Bonnie? Well... Within 15 minutes after the robbery, he goes to the police station to find out if there are any warrants out for his arrest. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there was a warrant out for the guy's arrest. He violated a number of his parole provisions from a previous conviction, so the police promptly placed him under arrest. Had nothing to do with the robbery, why they put him under arrest, but it was for parole violations. That's why curiosity always kills the cat. The arresting officer searched the man and found the ski mask in the man's back pocket that he used to wear to rob the convenience store. Police already had a description of the robber's clothes and the ski mask, so the mask was identified by a witness 
as looking like an American flag. The ski mask this uh, the, the ski mask this patriotic criminal was carrying in his back pocket matched the description. Police even recovered the stolen money from the guy's car, which was parked next to the police station, right outside the entrance. It was in a plastic shopping bag with the convenience store's name brand. The gun was found in the trunk of the car. Our masked marvel is now serving 15 years in prison for the armed robbery and has previously paroled crimes. Wow. That's a lot of time. He's doing there a lot of time. He'll probably be out in about seven or eight years, so for, for yep. good behavior. Yep, yep. Uh, let's go to Detroit, where police have arrested five suspects in connection with the robbery of a McDonald's. Now, according to witnesses, the criminals, who all wore bandanas over their faces, seemed very organized and appeared to even have rehearsed the robbery in advance. Now... How do you rehearse a robbery? How how do you do that? Well, how do you rehearse you to know, rob somewhere? Well, you know, maybe they're really skilled thieves, uh, kind of like in in the movie Heat. Now, all of those uh, thieves were uh, kind of really skilled because they they had meetings, and there's like a, a professionalism about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me if somehow maybe they didn't rehearse. Wow. That's crazy. Well, however, once inside the car, one of the suspects threw his bandana out the window and didn't realize it, got caught on the car's radio antenna where it acted as a waving flagpole for police looking for the car. Oh, man. <laughs> That's how they found it. So, so the bandana got stuck on the antenna and mm-hmm. then it, it was waving. And... Yeah. It was just flopping in the wind. Oh, wow. <laughs> and um, that's that's how they got caught. But five thieves in that heist? Five of them. Ready to to go and thieve a McDonald's. Yep. And, and they were even rehearsed. They rehearsed it. Imagine so, that. I, I just, I can't believe they rehearsed what to they rob think, a McDonald's. What did they think they're going to get at a McDonald's? I don't I, know. I would assume at a McDonald's they're not keeping too, too much cash in the till. No. But were they going to get a Big Mac or a quarter pounder or something? I don't know. I don't know, but, I mean, why rob a McDonald's? Yeah. I mean, what did the McDonald's do to you? That's the way I look at it. You know, why Why do that? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to rob the McDonald's, what, are you going to get thousands of dollars? I don't think they have no. thousands of dollars I, there. I wouldn't think, I, I, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't consider that. You know, I mean, what are they going to get, an apple pie or something of that sort? I went to um, a McDonald's the other day because I was in a hurry, and I had to get some food. So I walk in, and the girl says that you have to use the kiosk to place your order. So I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, I don't want to use the kiosk. I'd rather talk to somebody face-to-face. Oh, or you got to go sit down and do it on an app, right? right and or, download or their like app. That. Yeah. So as I'm talking to the girl, another guy comes in, and he's like, well, I don't want to use this kiosk. I want to order at the counter. So the girl says to me, says to the guy, she goes, all right, well, go ahead and order at the counter. So she lets him order at the counter, but she wouldn't let me order at the counter. Really? That happened to you? Yeah. You you're that's silly. You know, Evan, you're not having a very good week. No. That that really happened where yes. one was allowed to yes. order at the counter I was but you not, were not? Yes, exactly. I was I'm dumbfounded. I was by not that. allowed I was not allowed to go up to the counter and place my order. She said you have to order at the kiosk. And then the other guy came in and he had the little angry tone in his voice. 
And he was like, well, I, I don't want to use this thing. I just, it confuses me. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. You so, know, I, you know, I, I looked at it and it is a little confusing for somebody that knows a lot about computers. It still was a little confusing. But the fact that she was just like, I guess she didn't want to deal with his attitude. So she just said to him, "You all right, well, just go ahead and order at the counter. No, if, if especially if you heard that, if they take one customer yeah. and that's okay to do that. And I looked they, at her. They should have treated you. I looked that at that her like would, this. would be okay. I'm like. Why can't I do that? That's amazing. And then she's like, well, if you want to, you can. Yeah. And like with this attitude. You know what? I did. I'll be honest. I did walk out of a McDonald's just last week because I was kind of disgusted because Mm -hmm. I had to uh, use that kiosk thing. I was I wanted to do it at the counter and do it fast. And mm-hmm. the drive-through, there were too many people in the drive-through, and then uh, the lady said, "No, you got to do it with the app or with the kiosk." And so I just kind of walked out. I was kind of irritated. <laughs> I I didn't want to wait that long either, so I I was under the gun with time. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Uh, Seven forty-five right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie, and it's time for news once again. Brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town on any type of precious metals, please go see our good friend, Hawk Levy, at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin at uh, one of their many locations across Treasure Coast. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning. Once again, entrepreneur Richard Branson hurtled into space aboard his own winged rocket ship Sunday, beating out fellow billionaire Jeff Bezos. And Branson took some questions from students. What did you see from space? What, what you uh, see from space is this wonderful dark, dark sky uh, um, and then this incredible blue. Um, we've got these incredible windows uh, and Dave and Such, they turn the spaceship upside down so when you were floating, you're looking out of these giant windows uh, back, at the, back at this beautiful, beautiful sky, beautiful Earth. The nearly 71-year-old Branson and five crewmates from his Virgin Galactic Space Tourism Company reached an altitude of about 53 miles over the New Mexico desert, enough to experience three to four minutes of weightlessness and see the curvature of the Earth and then safely glided to a runway landing. A hotel housekeeper may have thwarted a mass shooting at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Three men and a woman were arrested Friday night at the Maven Hotel in Denver after the housekeeper alerted police to a large stash of guns and ammo in their room. The hotel is near Coors Field, which is the site of this year's game. Festivities began yesterday and the Home Run Derby is tonight. The actual All-Star Game is tomorrow night. Police confiscated 16 rifles, more than 1,000 rounds of ammo and body armor. The room was on the 8th floor, and police think they could have been planning a Las Vegas-style shooting. One of the suspects also posted a message on Facebook recently saying he was planning to, quote, go out in a big way. Treasure Coast fathers and their daughters were able to shine like the star Saturday in Port St. Lucie. It was all for a good cause. WPTV's Josh Navarro has the story. Over a dozen fathers escorted their daughters into Truth Church in Port St. Lucie Saturday evening. The Woodruffs were among those who attended this father-daughter dance. Yeah, it's good to teach them. They, they learn the importance of family and that they understand that some people don't have 
big families together. Probably the best part is being with my dad. The charity event is spearheaded by Kim Bob Gardner, the pastor's wife at the church. The funds raised will go towards purchasing travel bags for foster kids. And these kids sometimes when they're taken into foster care, they have to throw everything in a crisis, in an emergency, into a little Walmart bag. Sometimes it's not even their own stuff. But I wanted to give them a little bit of dignity and a little bit of love. And the need is greater than ever. According to Four Kids of the Treasure Coast, a nonprofit that helps foster children find homes, on average, around 30 kids are put into foster care every month on the Treasure Coast. So now that children are able to share their stories, they're speaking to teachers, they're talking to their neighbors, they're sharing what happened during the past year at home, we're seeing these numbers increase sometimes by 5, 10 children a month. So we want to make sure that we're doing our part as a community to support families who are saying yes, opening up their homes and giving the gift of family and opening up their hearts as well to welcoming children into their families. It was a night to dress up and dance. These girls learned a deeper lesson about giving back. Um, difference can just make a really big change. Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. More manatees have died already this year than in any other year in Florida's recorded history, primarily from starvation due to the loss of seagrass beds. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported that 841 manatee deaths were recorded between January 1st and July 2nd, breaking the previous record of 830 that died in 2013 because of an outbreak of toxic red tide. The T.C. Palm website reports that more than half the deaths have died in the Indian River Lagoon and its surrounding areas in Volusia, Brevard, Indian River, St. Lucie, and Martin Counties. The overwhelming majority of deaths have been in Brevard, where 312 manatees have perished. Some biologists believe water pollution is killing the seagrass beds in the area. Most deaths occur during the colder months when manatees migrated to and through the Indian River Lagoon, where the majority of seagrass has died off. Boat strikes are also a major cause of manatee deaths, killing at least 63 this year. Lastly, Microsoft just announced it's giving its employees a $1,500 pandemic bonus. And, and in other nice boss news, a company in Toronto has a new policy that gives employees a $20,000 down payment for a house. The Milwaukee Bucks dominated the Phoenix Suns last night in Game 3 of the NBA Finals, 120-100 to in Milwaukee. Game 4 will be in Milwaukee once again on Wednesday night. That tip-off is 9 p.m. The Phoenix Suns lead the series 2-1. to Our news time, 7.51. We'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. 
Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Seven fifty-two right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. All brought to you by nobody. Sorry about that. <laughs> I have to go fix something, as you can hear in the background. But go ahead and do what you do. Thank you, Evan. You know, in our our traffic report, we do see an accident on I ninety-five. It's southbound in Stewart. It's between Martin Highway and Becker Road. Actually, that Stewart Palm City area. So if you have to take I-95 southbound, you will want to take an alternate as all lanes are blocked on I-95 southbound between Martin Highway and Becker Road. You know, if you see something, say something. Always let us know. 220-9788 at 220-WSTU. Well, right now we have 79 in Stewart this morning. Rocky Mountain North Carolina has 74, and here's our weather at WPTV. Happy Monday to you, partly sunny today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from the east, pushing back to the west. Some of them could be pretty strong, too. High temperatures in the upper 80s. Chance of rain increasing by tomorrow morning as we track a tropical wave that will move on through and bring some heavy rain potential to our area. High temperatures mid to upper 80s, and we'll taper down on rain chances back to around normal mid to late week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. Hi, I'm Chris Hodgins with My Florida Insurance Broker, and I'm here today with my daughter, Sage. Hello. Sage, why don't you tell everybody what kind of insurance we do? Home insurance, car insurance, life insurance, and flood insurance. If you've had a rate hike or two or five, hopefully not ten, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Sage, what's our number? 772-617-6777. What's the name of our company again? My Florida Insurance Broker. Taking your business to the next level requires money, and the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College has the expertise and connections to help you acquire your growth capital. Hi, I'm Michael Bernard, business consultant with the Florida SBDC at IRSC. We offer no-cost consulting and low-cost training to help you prepare and obtain financing. Whether you're looking for a traditional bank loan, government-backed loan, or a loan provided by an alternative lender, we have the tools, expertise, and resources to help you obtain the financing needed to succeed. While Florida SBDCs do not loan money or administer grants, our consultants maintain valuable relationships with local lenders and understand their lending requirements. Our certified business consultants, many of whom are former bankers and business owners, will provide confidential assistance to help guide you through the process of securing the right source of capital for your business. 
for one-on-one business consulting at no cost. Contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Here's a quick tip if you're ever stumped for a business you can trust. The Martin County Business Exchange has more than 70 companies you can count on for good service and fair prices. Whether it's for you, your house, or your office, get online at mcbiz.us. You'll find local businesses you can count on for quality, service, and fair prices. Visit mcbiz.us. Martin County Business Exchange. It's just good business. Today in Ag News from the Southeast Agnet, well, one person serving on the U.S. House Ag Committee may be new to most people, but she's really not new to what the job entails. Florida Representative Kat Kamick explains how she's very familiar with the position. Uh, new as a member, but not new uh, to the institution. I previously served as a deputy chief of staff to a member who served on the House Agriculture Committee for eight years. So the process is not new, but the title sure is. And Representative Kamick discusses how diverse agriculture is in Florida. So ag is the number one economic driver for last year, and typically it, it kind of goes back and forth between tourism and agriculture being the number one economic driver for us. And people think of Sunshine State, they think of Disney, they think of beaches and palm trees, but they don't realize the magnitude of our ag industry in Florida. So not only are we top 10 cattle production in the country, but we're home to the largest cow-calf operation in the country. We have a diverse array of commodities, everything from, of course, oranges, our citrus production, peanuts, watermelons, uh, sweet corn, orchids, you name it, chicken, timber, dairy. We have an incredible, diverse ag base, and it is just so incredible to be the voice of agriculture across the state. I represent as the lone Republican on the House Ag Committee. And for such a large production state, it's kind of shocking. So I have my work cut out for me for sure. And that's Florida Representative Kat Kamek. You don't want to miss the Citrus Vegetable and Specialty Crop Expo, August 18th and 19th at the Lee Civic Center, Fort Myers, Florida. This event would not be possible without sponsors like SQM, Citrus Research Development Foundation, Descender Low Curly, Syngenta, Cardin & Associates, Agro Research International, and Philip Rock's Citrus Nursery. Get all the details at citrusexpo.net. That's citrusexpo.net. Randall Wiseman, Southeast Agnet. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Coming up on 8 o'clock, top of the hour at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. And then the one and only Dr. John Millay, Superintendent, Martin County School System, going to be live in studio with us today. We'll take a short pause. We'll be back. Fox News. At CPAC in Dallas Sunday, former President Trump pointing to divisions as proof the Biden administration is doing poorly. Highlighting rising crime and racial tension, former President Trump at CPAC Sunday said it's leading to Republicans strengthening their resolve and gaining new voters. We're all united by the same 
shared American values and by your unyielding resolve to defend our beloved nation for citizens of every race, religion, color, and creed. Trump's former intelligence chief, Rick Grinnell, agrees, saying people are becoming frightened of the other party. Look at what's happening to the Democratic Party. Wokeism, cancel culture, far left, anti-Israel. I mean, all of this is scaring people. At CPAC in Dallas, Evan Brown, Fox News. The Taliban gaining ground in Afghanistan as U.S. troops continue to leave. Over the weekend, Fox News visited Bagram Air Base. That's the main airport outside of Kabul, the capital of Afghanistan. It's been an airport for decades. It's been, for the last two, the U.S. military's main base. It is virtually abandoned, certainly of U.S. troops. They left nearly two weeks ago, and it's now being held by the Afghan army. The question is, for exactly how long? The Taliban took control of vast swaths of territory over the last week, uh, but not the provincial capitals. Fox's Ryan Chilcote. More rain for the northeast as the west continues to sizzle. Some areas getting heavy rain and the risk for flooding through Wednesday, especially from eastern Pennsylvania towards New York City. The heat continues to grip the western U.S. Excessive heat warnings are up from California to Utah. Monsoonal showers will bring temperatures down a little bit for portions of Arizona. However, pockets of heavy rain could result in flash flooding. Fox meteorologist Janice Dean. America's listening to Fox News. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday in July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Leading members of Congress claim that America's military is under attack from the woke far left. And they say top generals are ignoring the threat. Now, Grant Stinchfield exposes the real dangers tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern on Newsmax. Millions are tuning into Newsmax and Stinchfield. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your cable operator doesn't carry it, call them. Tell them you want it or you can switch. Plus, download the free Newsmax app on your phone and start watching now. Newsmax is real news. Watch it today. An assessment of any U.S. national security concerns related to the assassination of Haiti's president is underway by the Defense Department. The investigation into last Wednesday's murder of Haitian President Jovenel Moise and the wounding of his wife has led to a number of arrests. Most are from Colombia, but two are Haitian-American. Haiti has asked for military help from the U.N. and the U.S., Defense Department spokesman John Kirby on Fox News Sunday said that's being assessed, but DHS and the FBI will have people there first. To see what we can do to help them in the investigative process, and I think that's really where our energies are best applied right now. Haiti's interim prime minister is leading the nation now. Gernal Scott, Fox News. Pope Francis is staying in the hospital a few more days. The Vatican saying it's to optimize his recovery and rehabilitation following intestinal surgery July 4th. The Vatican had said Francis could be released by the end of last week. Surgeons removed half of the pontiff's colon for what doctors say was a severe narrowing of the large intestine. The 84-year-old appeared for the first time in public since the surgery on Sunday, looking in good form. Feverish hopes are dashed in England as Italy wins soccer's European championship. England's national soccer team was playing its biggest game in half a century. And its fans were ready to party. 
there was nationwide feverish anticipation as England played Italy in the final of the European Championship. But England's dreams of a first trophy in 55 years were dashed. The match in London finished 1-1 and Italy won a penalty shootout. Instead, the celebrations were in Rome, Milan and Naples. As Italian supporters sang and danced into the night. In London, Simon Owen, Fox News. I'm Ian Carrick and this is Fox News. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20 plus years experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com. The Slam Body Laser Spa, the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa in Stewart today and start losing inches today. That's right, lose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slim Body Laser Spa, the wait Wait, feel great and look fantastic with a little help from Dr. Tred J. Razakar of Slim Body Laser Spa, East Ocean Boulevard in Stewart. And they're online. Visit their website, slimbodylaser.com. In a few short treatments, you'll see results. Lose three, six, even nine inches of unwanted belly fat. The wait is over. Call today, 223-5885. That's 223-5885. entrepreneur or business owner along the Treasure Coast? Well, then you should be tuning in to Small Biz Florida from the Florida Small Business Development Center at Indian River State College. Hi, I'm Tom Kindred, your host for Small Biz Florida. Entrepreneurs and business owners will learn how the Florida SBDC and IRSC can help you start, grow, and accelerate your business. Monday mornings at 11 on WSTU 1450 and worldwide on WPSLTV.com. Coming to you live from Stewart, Florida, the greatest little town in the world. It's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. And thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. It is a Monday morning, July 12, 2021. I'm going to give you a big kiss with that. Right, right over here on the cheek, please. Oh, wow. What's today? Today is Monday. That's hilarious. Yeah, I know. It's hilarious as well. Anyway, the time is now 8.07. Mr. Clock, would you certify the time, please? It's now 8.07 a.m. 8.07 a.m. Mr. Clock is officially certified the time and in studio with us. Uh, we haven't had him here for a while, so therefore we bring out our studio audience and give him a big round of applause. Dr. John Millay is here from the school board. John, yeah. welcome to the show. 
Good, good morning. Nice to see you all today. What a nice way to get this work week started. To Telling have you come you. in the flesh. That's right. <laughs> well, don't say in the flesh. People are going to get the wrong idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, we don't want to no, do that. Not not with a no, school board. He's live and in living color. Live and in living color in the studio with his beautiful bow tie. I want to play some on your shirt. And oh my morning. gosh. There you go. Yeah, checkered red. Do you want to be the king, the queen, or the rook? I'll Which be, one? Um, or the pawn? I'll be the knight. All right. You'll be the knight. All I right. like playing chess. All right. Yeah. Very good. Very good. It's been a long time since I played, really, but I bet you're an awesome chess player oh, i'm probably average <laughs> i don't get to do it enough you know you get practice makes you better so oh, I, I don't get now. to do it enough you Man. always you always beat me completely when we play <laughs> who wants to be a be a fifth who wants to <laughs> are you smarter than a fifth yeah, grader? Yes, are you smarter than a fifth me. grader <laughs> Yeah, only we only do that when you come here, but I can I can promise you we won't do it today. We okay, don't want to put I you on the spot anymore. No, like we don't want to do that. Especially you you came you came bearing gifts today. Yeah, there's two Bonnie. two fl- different flavor today. He one. he came bearing gifts today. What kind of flavors could there be? What did, are they? Did you bring us one of those? Bonnie, uh, you look Snickles? in the bag. Okay. Bonnie, no. you look in the back. I, Evan, I was going to ask you don't have if cooties, you brought us a snickle. Remember we oh, were talking snickle? this morning about the uh, Snickers bar that is placed in a hollow pickle. Yeah. Now, oh, and they nice. call it the yeah. snickle. I know it had that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dig in there, some, Bonnie, real quick. Oh, my Today goodness. Today and tomorrow. Oh. What is it? It looks like a raisin bagel. Is a raisin bagel Cinnamon one of them? Raisin. Okay. Um, and uh, there's like a darker, fluffier bagel that almost looks like a donut oh. but but it is a bagel okay and he brought some cream cheese oh so cranberry that's like orange that's like what kind of cream cheese is that well that's just regular but then the other bagels are cranberry orange so i oh. thought i'd mix it up for okay and i don't want to stick my hand in the bag and right. just uh, grab a bagel out I, right. I don't know if i should do that or not sorry right. i'll grab you one of have, these you don't have cooties ones. you don't have yeah. cooties yeah. all right <laughs> okay. there you go. I trust there's you. a knife in there too oh right. man thank you for bringing wow there's three bagels in there and we were getting hungry Man. More for your friends All if you right. have somebody visiting. Okay. You're not going to have a bagel with us. I have him in the car. No, he's got him in the car. Okay. He's got a whole dozen <laughs> out in the car. I'm bringing one, a couple back to the office. <laughs> he's the bagel man. Let's get into our conversation this morning. Uh, let's talk a little bit about nourishing all the kids for success, how important these kids th- that they need to get a good breakfast to start their day, right? Good breakfast, good lunch. Every, I think everyone listening, if you can remember being in school, you can, if, if you didn't have breakfast you remember at 8 or 9 o'clock, you're starving. Well, you're not worried about reading or math. So mm-hmm. this is a great program from the National School Lunch Program. Mm-hmm. So it's a federal program, and we're announcing again that for the 21-22 school year, mm-hmm. all students enrolled in district-operated schools continue to be eligible for free breakfast and free lunch uh, with no proof of income requirement. So that's exciting. Every student eats free breakfast, lunch, and then we'll talk about our supper program also that's free uh, all, all the elementary schools, Indian Town Middle School, has free suppers and afternoon snacks each day. So those sites, uh, students in the community, uh, families can take their students there up to age 18, and they get free supper too. So Hidden Oaks Middle Schools and all high schools will be able to use their credit debits to purchase a la carte items instead of loading funds into their My School Bank account. So that's great. And then even though school meals are free for every student in Martin County, families are still encouraged to complete a school meal application. Uh, non-mandatory, but it helps us by visiting myschoolapps.com, and that ensures that we continue to be eligible for specific types of funding. Is this like a summer program, or does it go all on year through long. the winter months? All year it's long. All really? Year long. Wow. wow. So like, That's sometimes it's been a couple bucks per child. This, there's the program through the COVID relief. Just dig right in there, Bonnie. It's continuing to be free for all kids uh, for this coming school year, which 
is a great thing. There's also a part like some parents, some will bring their lunch and they're always mm-hmm. welcome to, mm-hmm. but there's this take three and it's free program. That's still an option. So say they want to bring their favorite meal from home for lunch. Mm-hmm. They can also grab a, a fruit grain item and a milk each day. So a small bag that has kind of a balance so you can bring your lunch and have something there too. Mm-hmm. We'll continue to have free curbside meals to all kids 18 and under each week through the start of the school year. So they can complete a mail or a meal order form on our website for martinschools.org. So mm-hmm. that's the curbside pickup for the summer too. Now we have a workshop. Let's talk a little bit about the workshop. And then I want to get into um, uh, some stuff about you because we were talking off air. And I think our listeners don't realize everything that goes into being a superintendent. And I found it very fascinating to learn about what your day is really all about. People sure. don't really understand the responsibilities that you have as a superintendent. I want to touch on that in a minute, sure. but let's talk about the workshop first. Sure. Uh, well, at our workshop, that's tomorrow, July 13th, 3 p.m., uh, we're going to uh, update the board on proposed risk mitigation strategies for the 21-22 school year. So we'll look at the up- current updates that we're proposing to start the school year. Those could change prior to school, but um, we're looking for the, the highlights. We're looking at back to normal this coming school year. Masks are voluntary. If anyone chooses to wear a mask, uh, we'll provide them free. We're going to keep all of our cleaning practices going. So just want to remind everyone on that. Uh, the board has stated its intent to follow Florida Education Commissioner Corcoran's recommendation that, again, that masks be optional for students and staff next school year. Uh, they'll also hear a presentation. Uh, we're talking about where we're at on our updating our strategic plan, some, also known as our success plan that guides our work. Uh, the success plan focuses on four comprehensive pillars, which student success, employee success, culture of collaboration, and financial stability. So we make goals and objectives around those four areas to improve our district. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have an update about, um, you know, other ways we can improve. So more information about the school districts always on our website, martinschools.org. And we're in the process of updating. We've, we have a new website. Now we're in that phase. We kicked it off July 1. Where, so we've changed everything from the old and the new. Now we're trying to perfected in the next week or so so Mm -hmm. things might be in a different spot they'll continue this week updating it so it's exciting we can uh, hope to have more effective consistent communication on all of our venues Mm -hmm. very good very good we were talking um off air earlier and and i i found it fascinating that i i did not realize and i think bonnie was a little taken back too by what your daily schedule is like and your day, your typical day starts at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm usually up at five, sometimes a little earlier. Even uh-huh. in summertime? Uh, maybe. Yeah, even in summer because I wow. work year round. Sometimes yeah. it uh, depends on what's going on. I might mm-hmm. sleep a little bit, but mm-hmm. I'm kind of, if I can get down and uh, get up early, I, mm-hmm. I'm always more productive. But I typically, you all were asking about the day. It's like I'm up at five. Mm-hmm. I, I bring home every day what's called, a, we call it a book, me and the, my executive secretary assistant. But in this little binder are all the different things that uh, when I sit down can kind of read and maybe mm-hmm. sign some extra things. So throughout the day, things for that before I go home every evening, it goes into the book. So when I get up in the morning, usually around 5, I have a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. 15 minutes, and then I start my work. So I start reading anything so I'll be fresh for the day that I've got coming up, make notes on things, sign things. And then when I, I like to hit the office before 7, 
uh, shortly right in through there. And uh, we usually meet, my secretary and I, about 15 minutes. We go over everything I handed over, kind of things for the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then, uh, you know, I'm either out. Sometimes I start at school, sometimes uh, all throughout the office. But there's always a dozen things in the calendar that are always scheduled. But then there's the, in between the schedule, there's all the meetings you have to have through the office and commitments that you're making, phone calls, follow-up. Wow. Uh, I try to make sure I block a little time uh, every day, you know, to make sure I'm checking my email. I have help with that, that because you get so much email, you got to make sure you're keeping the workflow going. Now, you have somebody assist you with your emails as mm-hmm. well? Yes. So they check to see which is... Well, they just make sure. I look at it all, but sometimes there's some little follow-up, like I have to make sure that we get back. There's some time sensitive, so... Right. Like maybe there's information someone's requesting, and I have my secretary talk to people in my office to get that information gathered for me so that I can reply and Mm -hmm, respond. So mm -hmm. keeping things kind of working is important to make sure. I always like to reply within 24 to 48 hours. That doesn't mean I can have your answer, but typically I I connect and say we're working on it. Okay. Uh, So that that goes on. And then... uh, you know, the day usually ends around if it if it goes well, uh, around five thirty. I like the way he says that. If, yeah. if it goes well, if it goes well at five thirty, and you get to eat a dinner, a normal dinner. Yeah, if well, it's it's what a is a normal dinner? Yeah, I have usually evening commitments several nights of the week. Like wow. tonight, I have Education Foundation. Our board usually meets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a work session or meeting a few times a month. Sometimes we have three or four meetings. Mm-hmm. Between then, you go to community events, and I, I try to get a workout in somewhere in there yeah. in the evening. So sometimes that's late, right? Uh, and then in between, I, I'm always kind of checking emails and forwarding. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's it's up until nine o'clock before you get done. I can only imagine being a superintendent or being in the school district, like mm-hmm. even like a teacher, that you're probably stretched in so many different directions with different people, yeah. and the students and the parents mm-hmm. and. And then you're mentioning meetings with staff. And, I mean, people are just kind of stretching and pulling you from all over, aren't they? It's a large operation. Sometimes people say, oh, we're out the summer. What do you all do? It's like, well, summer honestly can be even busier than the fall because you're closing out the school year. You're doing everything to plan and open the school year. You're trying to get all the buildings ready. And, you know, we're a large employer. We have over 2,000 employees. So if you can imagine, we're the largest food service operation in the county. If we think of all the meals and we have, think of all the the payroll, the health insurance with all those different employees and the hiring and then uh, processing people out and just the whole business function of the the school is huge. We've got, thank goodness, we have a lot of great people, though. It's not done by yourself. It's a true team. It's our school board. It's got to be a well-oiled machine, right? Sure, it is. It's our school board. Uh, You know, we get guidance and collaborate. I I talk with each one of them individually at times throughout the week or month, uh, some more than others, just depending on what the issues are. And then our staff, we're constantly keeping information going, meeting, are you, like, constantly getting text and emails that dinger going off all the oh, time? constantly. Yeah, I can't keep my phone. Uh-huh. I usually have to keep it off where it's not – or it would ding all the time. But uh, having people that are watching, like my secretaries and assistants, that mm-hmm. I can get email. I can forward it to different people quickly. And uh, that's – it's a blessing and a curse sometimes. You know, smartphones, they make our life easier. They also – you kind of get that where you feel like you kind of got to keep things going all the yeah. time. and uh, you do your you best. You kind of become a slave to yeah. them, yes. to, to your cell phone. Do you have yeah. any weekend time? I mean, do you, do you have a Saturday or a Sunday? 
to yourself? I, I try to carve in times. Depends on what's going on throughout the school. Now, that's when school year picks back up. Sometimes there are things on Saturdays. That's right. when you can kind of take in an event. Or there's a, you know, you all know a lot. There's always fundraising, community functions, business things. Maybe there's there's five chambers yeah. in this community. So yeah. by the time you go to some of the different functions that might be going on, uh, but I try to I try to get a little time Saturday. That's when I make sure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, I make sure my better workouts are on Saturday and Sunday because okay. that's when I can have a a little more time. Wow. Right on. That's amazing. But you got to be available, and that, that's part of the job. And that's uh, I do love what I do. It's it's beyond busy, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I'm grateful I have a good team. Well, my hat's off to you. Yes. Bonnie's hat is off to you, even oh, though yeah. she's not wearing one. And <laughs> man, I don't know how you do it, but uh, wow, that's that's incredible. Well, we're trying the first day of school, August 11th. You know, I cannot hardly believe we're less than a month away. The clock that's ticking. crazy. And little kids I know are already going to look for school clothes. I've seen of, them out buying backpacks already and all sorts yes. of goodies. Oh yeah, getting there's, getting that started. Yeah. There's a lot. Of, and what a depressing time for the kids. I know. You know, like we really have to go I shopping know. for school clothes. I we know. don't even want to be thinking about that yet. Our very special guest has been Dr. John Malay. He is the superintendent of the Martin County School System. And um, we always catch up with John and get an update on what's happening in the Martin County school systems. Sure. Thanks for having me. I'm going to give one final shout out. Sure. This past week, Thursday, I went to the Four C's. Mm-hmm. And if you, you can Google Four C's and they give free clothing and uh, little books to kids. So all that's free. It's it's gently used uh, clothing that they've re- they've checked it, cleaned it. They have it all laid out there perfectly for parents. There's shoes, all the different little things you need. So if a parent needs, it's done very confidentially. You can go in, you you shop for free. So they were great over there. So four C's. Where are they in Stewart? They're they're here in Stewart over. Uh, I'm trying to get my the address. I got it right here. We know you're uh-huh. new to town. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Southwest Jack James Drive, Stewart right. here. So right on. But if they'll okay. do the. The four C's, that's uh, all right. Visit that. Very nice. All right, John, thanks a lot for stopping by. Appreciate it as always, and thank you for the gifts that you always bring us. Thank you for bagels. Thanks for the bagels and cream cheese. (laughs) Time for the Precious Metals Reports, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,800.60 an ounce. Silver opening up at $25.91 an ounce. That's Precious Metals Report. It's all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Hey, South Florida. Do you need health insurance or want to switch plans? You can sign up for a new Florida Blue Health plan or switch to a better one for as little as $0 per month if you qualify. Call us today, 772-621-8830, or visit floridablue.com slash centers to learn more. To be eligible for zero monthly cost, your marketplace monthly advance premium tax credit must equal to or be more than the premium. Policies have limitations and exclusions. Benefits available in certain plans and counties. Florida Blue and Florida Blue HMO are independent licensees of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Association. 8.23 right now in the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news. All brought to you by Florida Blue, your local Blue Cross Blue Shield, helping families take control of their health for more than 75 years. Bonnie's got the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good morning, Evan. The death toll at the Surfside condo collapse site is still rising. We have recovered additional victims since our last briefing, and the number of confirmed deaths is now 90. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava says 31 people are still unaccounted for. 
The tragedy in Surfside combined with the increase in hurricane activity have more home buyers asking questions about the materials used in construction. Normally fixated on marble countertops or the number of bathrooms, more home buyers are getting an education on the materials used to build those all-important exterior walls. People are starting to really, I think, put more forethought into the safety of their family and, and protecting, you know, what's most important to them. Matt Sitter from Florida Concrete and Products says their trade association developed a program called Block Strong to lay out the benefits to home buyers. Sitter says durability and safety are increasingly important factors for buyers of new and pre-existing homes. I'm Rory O'Neill. Treasure Coast fathers and their daughters were able to shine like the stars on Saturday in Port St. Lucie. It was all for a good cause. Here's WPTV's Josh Navarro. Over a dozen fathers escorted their daughters into Truth Church in Port St. Lucie Saturday evening. The Woodruffs were among those who attended this father-daughter dance. Yeah, it's good to teach them. They, they learn the importance of family and that they understand that some people don't have big families together. Probably the best part is the charity event is spearheaded by Kim Bob Gardner, the pastor's wife at the church. The funds raised will go towards purchasing travel bags for foster kids. And these kids sometimes when they're taken into foster care, they have to throw everything in a crisis, in an emergency, into a little Walmart bag. Sometimes it's not even their own stuff. But I wanted to give them a little bit of dignity and a little bit of love. And the need is greater than ever. According to Four Kids of the Treasure Coast, a nonprofit that helps foster children find homes, on average, around 30 kids are put into foster care every month on the Treasure Coast. So now that children are able to share their stories, they're speaking to teachers, they're talking to their neighbors, they're sharing what happened during the past year at home, we're seeing these numbers increase sometimes by five, 10 children a month. So we wanna make sure that we're doing our part as a community to support families who are saying yes, opening up their homes and giving the gift of family and opening up their hearts as well to welcoming children into their families. It was a night to dress up and dance. These girls learned a deeper lesson about giving back. Um, difference can just make a really big change. Josh Navarro, WPTV News Channel 5. Protests across Cuba are sparking demonstrations in Florida. Thousands took the streets of Miami yesterday in solidarity with those on the island. Cubans are upset over economic conditions amid the pandemic, chanting freedom and calling for more COVID vaccines. Just halfway through the year, Florida is breaking its record for the annual number of manatee deaths. 841 manatees died through the first six months of this year. And lastly, a sealed copy of Super Mario 64 for the Nintendo 64 just set the record for the most expensive game ever sold. It went for $1.56 million at an auction. This record broke one that was just set last Friday from the same auction house. It was another Nintendo game, an unopened 1986 Legend of Zelda that sold for $870,000. The Orlando Magic's new head coach is a rising star. That's what executive Jeff Weltman says about Dallas Mavericks assistant Jamel Mosley, who was named head coach yesterday. Mosley will be officially introduced at a news conference today. Our news time is 827. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect yeah. engagement ring. It's my fiancé right means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star mm -hmm. reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. Eight twenty-nine right now on the Get Up and Go Show. It's the Monday morning edition with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together, Bonnie. Well, Evan, the lanes on I ninety-five southbound have been closed this morning. There is an accident, and it's between Martin Highway and Becker Road. So I ninety-five southbound, the lanes have been closed. You might want to take an alternate route. Do you see something? Say something. Let us know. Give us a call at two two zero ninety-seven eighty-eight two two zero WSTU. And it's 81 degrees. It's partly sunny in Stewart. Port St. Lucie has 80. And here's our forecast at WPTV. Happy Monday to you. Partly sunny today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from the east, pushing back to the west. Some of them could be pretty strong, too. High temperatures in the upper 80s. Chance of rain increasing by tomorrow morning as we track a tropical wave that will move on through and bring some heavy rain potential to our area. High temperatures mid to upper 80s and we'll taper down on rain chances back to around normal mid to late week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. Pioneers. Baseball players from 6 to 14 have camps from July 12th through 15th. Softball as well from 8.30 to 12.30 during those dates. Volleyball camps run through July 26 or 28. Grades 3 from 9 a.m. to 12 noon and 8 through 12 from 1.30 to 4.30. Summer camps continue at Indian River State College, the College of Champions. Great food. First class presentation, too. I'm impressed. Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Then you know how important it is to make a great impression. You'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple box lunch drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class costs no more than settling for a mundane meal. This is Chef Mark Moeller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop by or give me a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. 
Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, Stewart, just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit elliesdowntowndeli.com. Hi, this is Denny Artachi, your host. When is the last time you did a checkup for your retirement plans? Are you getting enough income? How about minimizing taxes? And what's the plan in case you get sick? When is the last time you looked at your life insurance? You might be able to get better coverage with more benefits. So give me a call, 561-537-5897. That's 561-537-5897. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Peak Ridge Brokerage Services, LLC. Blackridge Asset Management is a separate and independent entity from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. 8.33 right now on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It is the Monday morning edition, and without further ado, it's time for the Monday morning edition of today's Space Report. Good morning to you, Randy. Good morning to you, sir. Well, it was back on this date in history. In 1966, that the first glide test of the M2F2 lifting body took place. In 2000, Russia launched its Zvezda module, which became the basis for today's International Space Station. And in 2001, the STS-104 Space Shuttle Atlantis was launched into orbit. Well, yesterday was the big day. You better believe it. That's when Richard Branson became an astronaut, along with Beth Moses, who is the chief astronaut instructor, Colin Bennett, the lead flight operations engineer, and Serena Ballard, the vice president of government affairs and research operations for the company that was founded by Richard Branson, flying them up before they could launch their vehicle into space, was Dave Mackey and Michael Masucci. They were there along with Kelly Lamar and C.J. Sturko, who piloted the VMS Eve, the carrier spacecraft. So there are now four more astronauts. Branson, when they kicked in the jets, was pushed back in his seat, and they were off on their journey. They reached the altitude of 53.5 miles above the Earth. That's three and a half miles above what NASA and the FAA consider the boundary of space. And it was quite a view and quite an experience for those on board. Dubai wants to fly its astronauts into space. Nurama Salam paid $200,000 to be the first passenger aboard Virgin Galactic space tourist flights. Now she's waited 17 years for that flight to take place. And it looks like with a successful launch that she will get her wish in the not-too-distant future. What makes interesting and fun is that Branson used Fisher Space Pens. They were the ones who personalized instruments that the astronauts have used on the moon and around orbit. These are pressurized pens that allow them to be used at any height, altitude, under the ocean, whatever. 
and they're really good. And the Fisher Pen Company now has one with a logo on it for Virgin Galactic. Well, Richard Branson was first, but he won't be the last to go into space. Jeff Bezos in Blue Origin is hoping to make a flight into space on July 20th. Let me give you the differences between Blue Origin and Galactic. Flying above the Kármán line, which is at 50-mile boundary, they basically were able to do it with the Virgin Galactic flight, and they'll also do it with Blue Origin. Blue Origin will use a rocket, while Galactic use high airplanes. Larger windows in space are used with Blue Origin. The escape system Blue Origin has, but Virgin Galactic did not. And flight history, there were 15 safe flights of Blue Origin and three for Virgin Galactic. So while there was a disparity, you can certainly see that we have another successful mission. Branson is taking a page out of Inspiration 4X and Blue Origin by tying seats on future flights for charitable organizations. Make a donation to OMAS to win two seats on one of the first Virgin Galactic commercial flights. These are estimated to take place next year. From Russia, new launches were made from the Tyrotem Launch Center. They placed a new series of satellites. Ningox-1 was placed into orbit. They are an Earth observation satellite, and in this case, there were five that were placed into orbit. However, this launch took place from China, and it was their success, the 23rd orbital launch this year. Kind of amazing when you consider the overall picture. The state corporation, Musa Cosmos, has invited a delegation from the European Space Agency to attend the launch of the multifunction laboratory module NUCA from the Bakunov Cosmodrome on the 21st. A Proton-M rocket is scheduled to launch on the 21st. The flight to the ISS will last eight days. Also, the Progress MS-16 transport vehicle together with the Piers docking module, which will be replaced by the NUCA, is scheduled for July 23rd. So a lot going on all the way around the world. Tomorrow we'll tell you about what happened with SpaceX and also the helicopter on Mars. So until tomorrow, have a great day. Everybody. That's Randy Siegel with the Space Report. He's on the program each and every weekday at this time. Time to head on over to Ellie's Downtown Deli where Bonnie's standing by with the latest and greatest specials at uh, one of my favorite places to go and eat, Bonnie. Oh, you know it is because everything is made fresh at Ellie's Downtown Deli is where Evan is talking about and where Evan can get the bacon chicken ranch wrap. And it's a choice of your wrap. Filled with some oven-roasted chicken, you get bacon, lettuce, and tomatoes, cheddar cheese, ranch dressing, too, with a side item of your choice. 
For salad, try the delicious Asian chicken spinach salad. With a bed of fresh spinach, it's topped with five-spice chicken, uh, shredded cabbage, and you get carrots in this one, some toasted almonds, tomatoes, black sesame seeds, served with a dressing of your choice. Enjoy with a glass of beer or wine. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart now has their patio back open, plus they're at 50% dining inside with a full menu for pickup or delivery. Ellie's also has full dinners available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. Located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, they're just off Colorado in Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart. It is 8.41 right now, 41 minutes past the hour of 8 a.m. on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news, all brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin for the best deals in town on precious metals. It's always St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Thank you once again. Swashbuckling entrepreneur Richard Branson hurtled into space aboard his own winged rocket ship on Sunday, beating out fellow billionaire Jeff Bezos. What did you see from space? What, what you uh, see from space is this wonderful dark, dark sky uh, um, and then this incredible blue. Um, we've got these incredible windows uh, and Dave and Such, they turn the spaceship upside down. So when you were floating, you're looking out of these giant windows uh, back, at the, back at this beautiful, beautiful sky, beautiful Earth. The nearly 71-year-old Branson and five crewmates from his Virgin Galactic Space Tourism Company reached an altitude of about 53 miles over the New Mexico desert, enough to experience three to four minutes of weightlessness and see the curvature of the Earth and then safely glided to a runway landing. The tragedy in Surfside combined with the increase in hurricane activity have more home buyers asking questions about the materials used in construction. Normally fixated on marble countertops or the number of bathrooms, more home buyers are getting an education on the materials used to build those all-important exterior walls. People are starting to really, I think, put more forethought into the safety of their family and, and protecting, you know, what's most important to them. Matt Sitter from Florida Concrete and Products says their trade association developed a program called Block Strong to lay out the benefits to home buyers. Sitter says durability and safety are increasingly important factors for buyers of new and pre-existing homes. I'm Rory O'Neill. A hotel housekeeper may have thwarted a mass shooting at the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Three men and a woman were arrested Friday night at the Maven Hotel in Denver after the housekeeper alerted police to a large stash of guns and ammo in the room. The hotel is near Coors Field, which is the site of this year's game. Festivities began yesterday, and the Home Run Derby is tonight. The actual All-Star Game is tomorrow night. Police confiscated 16 rifles, more than 1,000 rounds of ammo, and body armor. The room was on the eighth floor, and police think they could have been planning a Las Vegas-style shooting. One of the suspects also posted a message on Facebook recently saying he was planning to, quote, go out in a big way. 
Pfizer says it plans to meet Monday with top U.S. health officials to discuss the drug maker's request for federal authorization of a third dose of its COVID-19 vaccine. President Joe Biden's chief medical advisor is acknowledging that it is entirely conceivable, maybe likely, that booster shots will be needed in the coming months. Last week, Pfizer asserted that booster shots would be needed within 12 months, drawing a rebuttal from U.S. health officials, saying booster shots were not needed at this time. While Dr. Anthony Fauci isn't ruling out the possibility, he says it's too soon for the government to recommend another shot. More manatees have died already this year than in other years in Florida's recorded history, primarily from starvation due to the loss of seagrass beds. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reported that 841 manatee deaths were recorded between January 1st and July 2nd, breaking the previous record of 830 that died in 2013 because of an outbreak of toxic red tide. And lastly, Marvel's Black Widow had the biggest opening since COVID turned the world upside down, pulled in 80 million over in three days. The movie was also available on Disney Plus for an extra 30 bucks. It earned an additional $60 million there. Add in the 78.8 million it made overseas, and we're looking at an opening weekend of 218.8 million. Today will be a day of celebration in Tampa Bay as the Lightning show off the Stanley Cup and a boat parade starting at 11 and fans can watch it from both sides of the Hillsborough River and the celebration will continue at 2 at Riverfront Park. News time coming up on 846. We'll have weather and traffic together next. I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special. I found a huge selection of engagement rings at great prices, and my worry about finding the perfect engagement ring was quickly replaced with exceptional customer service. St. Lucie Jewelry's over 400 five-star reviews really told the story. I finally picked a ring, and it was perfect. She was floored. And then the tears came. Hi, this is Hawk Levy, owner of St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins. We're now celebrating 26 years. Voted best diamond dealers, best jewelry buyers, and best jeweler year after year. Come celebrate with us in opening our third location at 1335 St. Lucie West Boulevard. We invite you to take a tour of our competition, but then come see us last. right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie? We have been seeing a slowdown on I-95 this morning in Martin County. I-95 between Martin Highway and Becker Road. Some lanes have been closed due to an accident in that area. In the St. Lucie County area on the major highways looking clear there right now. We see US-1 moving smoothly throughout Martin and throughout St. Lucie counties. There's your latest look at traffic. Right now we have 81 here in Stewart. It's 59 with a clear sky in Sandpoint, Idaho this morning. Here's our forecast at WPTV.
Happy Monday to you. Partly sunny today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms moving from the east, pushing back to the west. Some of them could be pretty strong, too. High temperatures in the upper 80s. Chance of rain increasing by tomorrow morning as we track a tropical wave that will move on through and bring some heavy rain potential to our area. High temperatures mid to upper 80s. Then we'll taper down on rain chances back to around normal mid to late week. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. The professionals at Mark Breckville Certified Public Accountants are proud to sponsor Treasure Coast Solutions, a community service program designed to provide information you can use, a local perspective on national issues, local solutions to meet your individual concerns. At our firm, we believe that information is knowledge, and with knowledge comes the power to have a positive impact on our lives, businesses, schools, and community. If you would like one of our professionals to address your personal financial or business concerns, please give us a call to set up an appointment at 220-3380. With any business, the most valuable asset are the people and the teams, no matter how small or large the organization. Hi, I'm Catherine Colhane, Associate Director for the Florida SBDC at Indian River State College. Let us help your organization turbocharge your team. As a certified driving forces analyst, I will help management work more effectively with your people. Increase and improve communication, reduce conflict and stress, better understand strengths and weaknesses so that your people are properly aligned in their jobs. Hire the right people. Let the Florida SBDC at IRSC transform your company using a customized assessment system, knowledge, and resources. Grow and accelerate your organization by turbocharging your team. To get started, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC. For confidential one-on-one business consulting at no cost, contact the Florida SBDC at IRSC at 336-6285. Online at irscbiz.com. Why pay more to rent a space for your party when you could transform your kitchen and living space into the next amazing place for a great dinner party? Even with limited space, private catering can make your next event incredibly relaxing and memorable. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. offers in-house catering for refined, elegant dining experiences for any private event. Optimal Health Chef, Inc. has years of experience with exceptional private catering services, and we will do everything to make your next get-together with family, friends, co-workers, or business associates a most memorable one. As a result of the global pandemic, we are offering virtual parties. We plan your event, package the food in disposable individual containers, and deliver to your home. You then deliver to your guests, enjoy dinner, and their company virtually. For more information and to book an event, please call Daryl Lester, chef-owner of Optimal Health Chef, Inc. at 772-475-8493. You're listening to the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on Martin County's Heritage Station, AM 1450 WSTU. Now let's get back to the program with Evan and Bonnie. Time now is 8.51 on the Get Up and Go Show, without a doubt. Um, and we're like nine minutes away until the end of um, the first day of five days of us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Evan, how do you feel about uh, finding out about other people's small victories? Does that do anything for you? Like oh, say that again now. People's small victories. Like when they accomplish something? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Like they have a 
uh, like a major or minor accomplishment or something like that? It's kind of like um, a a minor one. Mm -hmm. So like a new survey found that 79% of people love to hear about other people's small victories. Mm -hmm. Like for, say, something like uh, finding money on the ground outside. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a great great one. Sure. Something not too astounding. Finding a winning lottery ticket. Right. That's a small victory. Maybe winning $2 on a scratch-off. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> or uh, getting bingo, going for the first time, playing bingo, get all four corners or yep. up and down vertical or four squares or whatever you want to call it, postage stamp. maybe getting into bed one hour ooh, early ooh, ooh. and getting oh, okay. that extra hour of sleep. Okay. I Just thought so- you were going somewhere else there for a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't I wasn't going to say getting into bed with someone. Okay. That could that could be a small victory too. But... Or or maybe it could be a big victory. Yeah, a huge victory, <laughs> right? Grand slam. You... <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> I know one thing that wasn't a, um, a a victory, and I'm not I'm not knocking you, and I'm not throwing you under the bus. Okay, what was that damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> that was not a victory. <laughs> Listen, you opened up the can of worms there. Okay, I know. I just um... here. Here's what I want you to do. Next time you go, to, next time you go to the grocery store, buy a jar of Peter Pan or Jif. Or Skippy, whatever brand Make it sure is. Make sure that it's a brand name. Yeah, just keep it in the house or just go find a darn label and wrap it around the generic one and they'll never know. Or use equal halves, equal yeah. amount of the jam, equal amount of the peanut butter. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> or or here's another one. Do one half of the piece of bread and peanut butter and the other half in the jelly. And then you put the other piece on top, and then they can bite into whichever half they darn well want. Or just make the darn sandwich yourself. There you go. That's the (laughs) best idea. Just tell them that next time. Listen, you don't like it the way I made it? Then do it your way, because I'm not Elvis Presley. It's not going to be my way. All right? Let's go to the phones. Hi, good morning. You're on the air. Yeah, that's a big victory for me, too, when I get to go into bed with somebody. Yeah. Someplace where it's warm. Yeah, you had to go there, didn't you? Have you ever had that? Have you have you ever had have you ever had that problem where you make somebody a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Poor Bonnie, I feel so bad for her. She made her her uh, bonus daughter's boyfriend a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, gave him the sandwich, and he returned it. Because, what was the reason? It was either too much jam equivalent to the peanut butter or yeah. too much peanut butter uh, compared to yeah, the in jelly. In other words, it wasn't 50-50. <laughs> but, but you know what? That, that's a, either way, that's a win. You got more peanut butter, cool. You got more jam, cool. <laughs> there you go. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. I told her wow, next time she should just. They are picky, man. And I, I make I make it thick too. I don't just put that one little um, cheap layer over the bread, and you know, with both. Cheap layer. <laughs> <laughs> I make it like big and thick, you know, like a man sandwich, like a man would love. Manwich, like a manwich. You know, next time just oh, serve him good. a sloppy Joe sandwich. Get a can of manwich oh, and chop me. Oh man! I don't know you how ever you had can that? Screw that up, right? How can you screw up a sandwich sandwich? Have <laughs> yeah, you ever you had that before? That you just grilled the meat, or as you say, chopped meat. Yes, chopped. And me. then uh, you know, just uh, throw the can in there and just cook it up, and that's it, man. That's throw like my. Good yeah. white that's bun. like that's my go-to. Like if I ever have a craving for something, I'll get like a half a pound of ground beef, whether it's ground chuck, ground round, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Slap it in the pan, drain all the grease off of it. Yeah. And then put it back in the pan, open the can of, of manwich, 
put that in the pan, stir it around a little bit, take two pieces of white bread and slop it on the tops of the white bread, get a fork and dig in and you're good to go. And you know, that manwich would make a good spaghetti sauce too. When you think about it, that wouldn't be bad. Oh, you you know, now manwich has that, uh, bourbon street flavor. They do. Oh, they do. Yeah, Yeah, pretty good. Bonnie just gave me a great idea. Manwich on top of spaghetti. Spaghetti. I'm going to have to try that. Yeah. Because that gives idea. a new meaning to meat sauce. Yeah, if you like yeah. that spaghetti nice and meaty. and But the the bourbon manwich that you mentioned too, Phil, that kind of, boy, that sounds kind of good. Mm-hmm. It was it was very good. I had it, uh, we, we got it a couple of weeks ago. I actually sent a picture to Evan on it. I go, hey, look at this. You go, yeah. go where'd you get that from? I go, grocery store. Hey, so how was the uh, vacation in Tampa? Let me hear about Tampa real quick while uh, we have it for a few well minutes. well once we got past the tropical storm and uh, the crummy hotel, and uh, it was uh, Roach Coach. went very well. Uh, I, my legs are nice and tan now, okay. which is nice. Good. But, uh, about time. Uh, what do you call it? I went to the rhinoceros section, said hi to an ex-girlfriend, and then I what? went to... What? Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, hold up. Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> Rewind. We had Lang Zine in the rhinoceros section? You had an old girlfriend in the rhinoceros section. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's better than the elephant section. Okay. Uh, well, it was out of the manatee section. I couldn't remember. There you go. All right. <laughs> Are you serious? You did really run into an old no, girlfriend it's, it's there? it's a joke. Oh, okay. Joke. Oh, you were being mean. You were being facetious. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's and here I believed you that, wow. Area. And then, um, but everything turned out good. And uh, uh, a sequel to the story about the hotel, you know, we had yeah. a crummy hotel. Uh, Bush Gardens actually called us up yesterday. Really? We funded us the money for the hotel. And then on top of that, gave us three passes plus quick cues for SeaWorld. What? Yep. Are so you serious? We got made out better with the hotel because we went to a, 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 a the Courtyard Marriott. It was actually cheaper. Okay. And then on top of that, we got the money back from the first hotel and then got three passes with quick cues. We're going to SeaWorld this Sunday for the day. Sweet. Why don't you guys come join us? No, we're going to go in uh, August because uh, uh, Rebecca's going to have a cousin from Paris oh, okay. coming over. We're so going we're gonna at go the end there. of. We're going this Sunday, and then we're going at the end of the month for one night. Rachel and I, because like her birthday falls in the middle, so because I'm working um, on her birthday, so we're going the week before to SeaWorld and then the week after to SeaWorld, kind of like a as if we were going on our cruise that we normally go every yeah. year. Gotcha. I'm booking my cruise, by the way, Bonnie. Are you booking for next it July? I'm going to book yeah. for next July. You got to make Royal that plan. Caribbean. Yep, I'm it going. Doesn't hurt to plan. I'm ahead. going. You know what? I'm going to go. I figure. You know what? The heck with all this crap going on. I'm going on my damn cruise. And you're vaccinated too. So yes, I'm vaccinated from day one. My yes, yes, yes. Phil, have a great day. We got to run, buddy. All right, talk to you all right, bye bye now, Bonnie. That's a wrap, man. Great show today. A lot of fun. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly was the icing on the cake. And tasty bagels man, too. With thanks, uh, Doctor John Malay. John Malay. Yeah. Thank you so <laughs> thanks much. Thanks for making our morning shine. Yes, for sure. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside. And keep shining, smiling brightly, and enjoy a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes, for sure. And if you don't like the damn thing, just eat it anyway and don't return it. That's rude. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Right here at WSTU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station.